Blog Talk Radio. Dear, dear lover of hip-hop, reality TV, and all things reality and hip-hop world, dope-ass anime, don't forget to tune in. East Out Fridays, every Friday. Also, don't forget all your NBA and NFL fantasy stats and information. Join us each and every Thursdays with LRP on Fantasy Thursdays. And don't forget to bring don't forget to bring your debate your debate voice for Black Freezies debate Wednesdays. Today's jam packed with sports after a boring week seven. Sorry, one second here. After a boring week seven, we look forward to week eight. Also have the week one of NBA overreactions, as well as my top three pretenders and contenders going into the playoffs halfway through the NFL season, as well as some UFC talk, if time permits, with them having two big weekends ahead. But first, our intro. What about tomorrow? Time for us to start winning is now, 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 now. At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this squad. You got to run the ball. Here he goes. You gotta stop the run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you gotta pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down. Down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose. Ozell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Touchdown! Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's a Tony. Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? Me. But do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You saying we going 16 or huh? 16 and all, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You you know, he just drives to the Messiah. Obi and the one and only Shakes Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana. Yo, yeah, it's actually Nacho in a box. Uh, Nacho average, average Tuesdays, as you heard in the as the in in the prologue there. Uh, today's show kind of jam packed with a lot of sports. With the boring week seven, won't have much to talk about leading into week eight 
of the NFL season as we as we get the NBA season week one underway. We have our overreactions to the games that we've seen. So far, teams that are trending down, teams that are trending up. UFC with back-to-back big weekends coming up. If we have time, we will also talk about that. I have as well in the NFL world, COVID still exists. I know it's sad. And then top three contenders, bottom three pretenders. Uh, those would be the the top three teams I think are the best chance to win the Super Bowl. And the three teams that I think are pretenders that are in the playoffs right now, uh, one and done. Uh you know, how you doing, keep it moving type of situation. Uh, the the NFL landscape as we speak in, in week seven uh, is is, is um, going to be one of those things that that really isn't, isn't really much to do about with nothing. Uh, one big game, one big takeaway uh, from week seven is, of course, the RIP – uh, death of the dynasty in Kansas City that seems to be happening uh, with them taking a shellacking from the Tennessee Titans who, um, for some reason, you know, they go in, uh, they, they, and when I say they, the Tennessee Titans, they go up, they beat a really good Bills team on Monday night on a short week. I know it's six days. Um, they go at home and then take on Kansas City and then they beat them thoroughly, uh, making, you know, Patrick Mahomes and that team look very pedestrian. So, um, again, is this uh, much to do about Kansas City, or is Tennessee that much a legit competition? Uh, We will see moving forward when we get into that. But as we get it going, like we do every Tuesday, get it going. Week 7, Thursday night football, Browns squeaking out the victory uh, against Teddy Bridgewater and the Denver Broncos, 17-14. being able to run the football for them was pretty awesome. Uh, Packers, 14-point uh, victory at home against the Washington football team, uh, 24-10. Again, Titans beating up on the Chiefs, 27-3. to uh, Dolphins losing to the Falcons at home uh, by a late field goal. Falcons, 30-28 over the Dolphins. Uh, a 50-burger. Haven't seen one of those in a while. New England Patriots, 54 New York Jets 13, I'm sure we'll get into that. Uh, New York Giants 25, Carolina Panthers 3, uh, Cincinnati Bengals 47, Baltimore Ravens 17, uh, another game uh, that I'm sure everyone is very interested in and wants to talk about. Uh, Eagles 22, Raiders 33, Raiders handling uh, the Eagles there. Uh, Rams had a little scare early. Uh, I think it was a couple uh, fake punts. An onside kick that were completed by the Detroit Lions. They've got some uh, vigor. They've got some fight, but they just couldn't pull it on through. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams move on to 6-1, and 28-19. Uh, Cardinals did exactly what they were expected to do against the lowly Houston Texans, 31-5. to uh, Buccaneers, 38-3 to over Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. I did not see that coming. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Tom Brady throws a 600 touchdown. Uh, you know, Mike Evans gives it away. Uh, Indianapolis Colts 30 to Sunday night football over the San Francisco 49ers. And New Orleans Saints in a snooze fest to wrap up the snooze fest. That is week 7, 13 to 10 on Monday night football. Um, this week, kind of interesting. Six teams on a bye week in week 7. 
We see two teams on a bye week in week eight. It's very interesting. Uh, very, very, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's because with the extra week, the schedule makers have to uh, figure out how to how to get these teams on their buys at the correct times and, and do the right thing. So um, that's where it is. Those are week seven scores. Uh, as we move on, 914-205-5796. Again, 914-205-5796. You can call in, listen, hit the one button, tell us about your team, tell us about your Giants, tell us about anything, tell us about how you feel. What's going on in the NFL? Overreaction Monday is over. You had time to breathe. Let's get these reactions out that are, you know, some things to to to, to light that that maybe you had some time to breathe on, and maybe you got some some thought process behind it, and 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 maybe they're not so, you know, overreactions anymore. They're they're reactions now. So, um, as as we start on Thursday night, um, we did a lot of talking about that already. Um, you know, Friday more Friday. Uh, end of the week, and I think that that game has pretty much been covered. Cleveland using a backup quarterback, uh, getting their things done. Uh, I don't think there's there there there's really um, a a lot to keep continue to talk about that. Teddy Bridgewater and them boys. Um, I think they are one of the teams that we are known to be fraudulent. Three and zero start, four and zero and four since then. Uh, they just haven't been able to put it together. Maybe this is a team. Again, this isn't a team that. Uh, uh, is out there losing by 40, 45, like we see the Texans do. Um, but they're just not there yet. Maybe give them another year, uh, take that step with the defense, let the offense get another year under their belt. They might be better. Again, they're they're losing tight games. They're not getting shellacked out there, and they're playing close ones. So uh, Denver, again, a team that maybe we thought had some something to do, you know, maybe some something to say in that AFC West, now really looking like uh, they're about a year out. Uh, from taking that next step and maybe raising some hell uh, in AFC West uh, division. Um, the 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 game that, you know, I think everyone uh, really perked their eyes out, and, and not only because a wide receiver had 200 yards, um, not only because a guy coming off an ACL tear, uh, you know, posted a 113, you know, 400 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception in Joe Burrow. It's it, It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, going to Baltimore um, and, and, and and really fighting it out early. Uh, it's not a game that when you look at the end score and you say 41-17, you go, oh, wow, was that, you know, Bengals totally dominated that game from the get-go? Uh, absolutely not. Um, it was a tight game back and forth. Uh, the first few possessions for the Bengals, they weren't able to do much. They got a field goal. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they get the touchdown there. Um, I think that was, I want to say, in the second quarter. Um, and then it starts, you know, you can feel the kind of momentum. They get the field goal there late, 10 plays, 63-yard drive, uh, you know, to end the half pretty much uh, to go up 13-10. I think that right there kind of sealed it for me. Even though um, I knew Baltimore was going to get the ball coming out at halftime, I knew they were going to come out firing. I just felt as if Cincinnati had it going. And, and, and then after that, it was – uh, touchdown, touchdown. Again, they threw an interception. Not the greatest thing, but you make it up with your next two drives or touchdowns. Um, you know, it's four out of the next five or touchdowns. Um, the Bengals just did what they had to do. They put the league on notice. Um, you know, as a Packer fan, um, you know, I'm sitting there watching that game a couple weeks ago with the Bengals going, oh, man, I, I hope I hope we don't lose to these Bengals, man. This would suck. Now I'm sitting here thinking, man, that's a pretty impressive victory against that team especially with uh, Jamar Chase out there putting up 200 yards 
consistently. Um, I, I just there's just nothing out there that that really boggles my mind with a man that is so great and Jamar Chase and he's just so humble and has no idea how amazing he is. Um, the way he he hawks down Joe Mixon to run in front of him to make a block so Mixon can get a touchdown. And after the game, he has no idea how great of a play that is. It's just a regular play for him. I think that is just an amazing attribute and another asset to that team. And and, and I can sit here in week seven and I can eat the crow. Uh, they were a team that I thought would, would suffer because of the lack of offensive line play. They listened to that and they said, you know what, we are not going to do that. We are going to play well. We're going to step up to the test. Their offense has played well. Joe Burrow gets the ball out of his hands. That man can play quarterback. And then his weapon, um, Jamar Chase, uh, what he took a slant 82 yards. He took a 60-yard pass for, for 80 yards a couple weeks ago. Um, it, it's, he can do it any which way you want it, and he's doing it the best way possible. So, uh, the, to me, the, the, this is just a game that speaks volumes in a, in a, in a week full of lackluster games of, of just boredom and snooze fests throughout, you know, two, three, four quarters of games. Uh, Bengals-Ravens was a game that really piqued my interest and really got me thinking of AFC teams that can really make some noise that we really didn't think of to start the year. Um, another game that, that, that really uh, gets gets on my groove is the Lions and Rams. And before we get into that, I've got a couple brothers with me here. I got Shakes. I got E, the chosen one. Shakes here first. Come on in. Anything you want to say about uh, any week seven game um, that you just, you know, think was, was you know, had to be talked about, um, really needs to be, you know, focused on. Um, we have another game as well that we are going to talk about, the the the, the, the anointed uh, GOAT who, you know, now seems to be under 500 and, and, and last in his division. We will talk about that game and Derrick Henry and those things. But anything else that maybe you want to get into, uh, Shakes, before we're going to get to either chosen one? No, I mean, of course, that Baltimore-Cincinnati game was interesting. Um, seeing Kansas City get smacked like that by Tennessee. Uh, again, I I have been one of those people that said Tennessee was going to be a tough team this year and um, that they was going to win their division, which was not going to be much because that division is in turmoil right now. But I felt like they was the dominant one out that division, and the defense uh, is my mantra, defense, Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? This is exactly what I say. So um, I, I I imagined them to be a dominant team. I just didn't think that they was going to smack Kansas City like that. Uh, I chose Kansas City to win because they haven't been playing so well this year, so I thought this was the game they was like, all right, you know. They always had that game where it's like, all right, yeah, we played like shit the week before, we get the bounce back. Or we played like we, a shit a week, or a couple weeks, and now we bounce back, and now we're looking like the juggernaut. So I thought that was going to be the case. Boy, was I wrong. So um, that game was interesting. And uh, what happened with Atlanta and Miami was pretty crazy how that, how that ended out um, last minute field goal. Back and forth, Atlanta was up by uh, by a lot, and then Miami came back, and 
was sitting there like, damn, man, like, y'all just, y'all, y'all some choke artists, boy. Like, y'all just love to just choke, bro. No pause intended, like, my God. And then, of course, New England beating the shit out of the Jets like that. I mean, my God. I knew the New England Patriots was going to win, but to beat them up like that, that was, that was pretty crazy. So... Of course, uh, the New England. Thank you very much, Hicks. Of course, those those games all all games that that I think all piqued a lot of people's interest in a, in a week that wasn't really peakable in interest. Either chosen one, are you with us? Absolutely. What's going mm-hmm. on? Peace to the God. What's Peace going? to the earth. Peace to my friends. Yeah, Peace, God. Yeah. On 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 week seven. Uh, is there anything outside of what we talked about that maybe you'd like to discuss? Um, you know, we've already discussed the 200 from Jamar. Uh, we will get into, you know, the Titans-Chiefs games here in just a minute. That's something I want to get all of us on. Uh, but is there anything else you'd like to discuss that maybe you picked your interest in a week that I, like I said, was unpeakable in interest most of the time? That Seattle in New Orleans game. It was a great um, defensive slugfest. Sean Payton had to figure out a way to get Kamara the ball because of the fact that he was not running the ball particularly well. So he actually used him and said, you know what, since we can't run against these guys, for some reason tonight, they just happened to be playing style defense against the run. He switched his whole entire position, allowed that man to have 126 receiving yards and a touchdown made sure he got him in a mismatch all over the field, and they were able to pull out a tough game. I know Geno Smith is not the franchise quarterback that some of us might have thought he was going to be coming out, um, but he's been playing football decent enough. It just seems like he can't get over the hump. Either there's some type of last game antics, he doesn't complete a pass, they can't get a first down, they either stopped on defense, or the other team strategy just happens to beat Pete Carroll coaching-wise. But um, that was a very interesting game to me because of the way it was played. It wasn't a high-scoring game. It was, seemed like the old-school football games where your defense was out there pounding, and um, it comes up down to either a takeaway or a team that makes a play to actually take them over the top. So that game was pretty interesting to me. Outside of that, you guys seem to cover everything. My son is a beast. And Jamar Chase, my son is a beast, and Joe Burrow. Finally, this week, I get all my guys back in fantasy where I can actually hopefully play complete games and not be twisted with my bye weeks that I was, and some of you probably went through that as well. Fuck the NBA. Sorry I wasn't there on Saturday. You guys enjoy that, and let's move forward. Yes, of course, and we also have Black Friday. I'll get your opinion right now quickly on the Seattle game. Uh, it gets it gets to the point where you just go, look, it's 10-10, it's late in the game. Geno drives you down, you miss a field goal. I can't say anything about that. It's rainy, it's windy, it's bullshitty. It's just the way that Seattle is. And then Jameis, you know, Geno goes down, they miss. Jameis goes down, they make it. I mean, you put it on the kicker, you don't put it on the kicker, whatever. Each quarterback was able to go down. One kicker missed, one kicker didn't. Gino has the opportunity to make up for it, and he gets negative yards on three plays. So, uh, four plays, sorry. So, uh, negative 18. So, you just you, you look at that and you go, he's not it anymore. Uh, at one point, he might have been. Um, 
He's not going to be this. This team is is fighting tooth and nail to get their starting quarterback back into the lineup as fast as possible, especially now with as down as they are in the division they are, um, and now with the 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 conference shaping out the way it is, as many losses as they have, it's going to be hard for them to get back into the mix. However, you're not going to be able to do that with Geno Smith, and then of course Jameis Winston. And it it what in the world? I mean, it's just the inconsistent is the only thing he does consistently. That's all I'll say. Black Friday, um, anything you like of the weekend, um, the the defensive, you know, snooze fest that was Monday Night Football or anything else you want to talk about um, in the sports world. Again, we will get into this Texans-Titans game in just – or Chiefs-Titans game in just a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Geno Smith, uh, peace of the God, peace of the earth, peace of my brothers, you know, peace to everybody. Peace, so, peace, peace. peace. Um, Geno Smith's a bum, and I don't give a fuck what's going on in the world. I'm getting the opportunity to shine, son. You're bumming it up. You fucked up one of my fantasies last night. I was oh, winning. Dude had a motherfucking um, <laughs> <laughs> defense. <laughs> you know what I mean? You a whole bum out great, there. Great segue. I seen it. I watched the great whole segue. game. I watched the whole damn game. He's a bum. Blank. Yes, yes, no. a and an and an and an, <laughs> an entire boom. Um, this this game that I'm going to get into is the game of the weekend, the game everyone I think anticipated they wanted to see. Um, outside of course their own favorite team's game, unless you are a fan of either of these teams, uh, it's the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the Tennessee Titans, a, a rematch I believe of a playoff game. Uh, two teams that really uh, we wanted to see go up against each other, especially with uh, the defense that Kansas City had. Uh, we knew it was going to be – we thought it was going to be – no, no. We knew it was going to be offensively, uh, you know, firepower on both sides, uh, just not the way we expected. Um, statistically, we'll run it down real quick just so we can know what we're talking about. Pat Mahomes, 20 for, 20 for 35, 206, an interception. Ryan Tannehill, 20 for 27, 270, a pick and a touchdown. Uh, Patrick Mahomes led all of Kansas City with rushing six carries, 35 yards. Derrick Henry, under 100 yards, 29 carries, 86. So I think that was the biggest takeaway uh, from the game. And then receiving yards, of course, Pringle on Kansas City. Of course, anytime Pringle and not Hill leads your receiving yards, you probably lost if you're Kansas City. A.J. Brown, 133, and a touchdown, eight receptions. Um, so statistically, those are the, the, the leaders uh, passing, rushing, and receiving uh, in that game. Uh, we all, some of it, majority of it, you know, highlighted of it, um, you know, th- them boys in the red did not look good, the white and red. And Kansas City, uh, for all the defensive woes, we knew their 32nd ranked in all the all of the, the categories. We knew those things were going to come to light. We knew Tennessee was going to take advantage of it. We didn't know Tennessee was going to take advantage of it in the air. I didn't expect him and Tannehill to have, what, 21-27, you know, over 250, you know, over 200-some yards. Three touchdowns. He has the pick. That's Tannehill, and and he's a hundred and some pass rating. It's just you don't expect them to do that. You expected them to put two, three hundred yards rushing. Derrick Henry backup rushing for maybe eighty yards on him and just killing the clock. No, they dominated him. Um, they couldn't rush the football for whatever reason. Uh, it, Derrick Henry didn't get it going, and then by the end of the game, they didn't really need a rush for for big chunks of yards. They just need to get a couple first downs up. You know, twenty. 
24 points late, it really doesn't matter. So um, as we sit here and watch um, the demise, the death of the Kansas City Chiefs dynasty, um, there are a few questions that come to mind. Being the Big Blue Nation, this is just the most perfect, I think, uh, way we can go about this just because Monday night is so big. When we look at um, Kansas City, knowing that they have a somewhat of a kind of kind of fraudulent quarterback, um, really can't play inside of a system. Now we're seeing if Tyreek Hill isn't open, he can't really throw it up and hope he catches it. Um, you know, those sidearms and those, those, you know, throwing off base and throwing, you know, crazy footed. We're seeing only, you know, one guy in a green 12 can do most of those throws and consistently make them. Um, so as we watch the Kansas City Chiefs lose and lose and lose and not lose because, you know, just because the defense is 32nd ranked in yards and points and rush and receiving and, and you know, anything you can do defensively, they are the worst at. And, you know, I, I don't think I recall a defense this bad uh, until the 15-1. and one, uh, I think Packers had a defense this bad. 10, 12 years ago. It's been horrifically bad. And I think that is statistically the worst defense to ever live is the Green Bay Packers in 2011. Um, and they gave up, what, 40 points a game damn near every every game. Uh, lucky their offense, you know, was scoring 50 a game. But you can't expect, you know, Kansas City to do that when you have injuries on the offensive line and, and you know, you have an inconsistent quarterback play. He's throwing more interception after more interception. He's not taking care of the football. And then, of course, you know, Kelsey getting old. Is he not being able to get open? You know, Hill, I don't think he's lost a step, but he's not getting open or defensive. That You know, they get take him away now. It's just, this is where we see if Kansas City still got it, if, you know, Andy Reid is the Andy Reid of the old where, you know, he crumbles and falls and his team is now done and looking for the next, you know, offensive weapons and the offensive line. And now they're trying to rebuild for the future to help, you know, their quarterback they have for the next 10 years locked down. Um, so end all be all couple questions. We'll pass it around. Um, are we watching the end of the quote unquote dynasty? Uh, question number one tail in that question with now that we see the 2021 Kansas City Chiefs in their entirety, seven, this isn't two weeks, this isn't three weeks, this isn't a team getting ready. We know who teams are now. We know the fraudulent teams that start 3-0, and they've now lost four in a row. Those, those teams aren't real. We know what teams are now. Is this team done for, cooked, missing the playoffs, Second question. Shakes, we'll start with you. Dynasty done. Are they cooked? Are they missing the playoffs? Uh, Shakes, how are you feeling about that? I mean, I can't subscribe to it. I do believe that they're in trouble, but as long as you got my homes back there, we always got a shot in my eyes, so I can't subscribe to it, but yeah, they're in trouble. And like I said yesterday, this team, this team right here, this Chiefs, the Giants can now score. Mm, mm, mm. Either chosen one, my friend. Patrick Mahomes, 
Leading rusher, Patrick Mahomes. Leading receiver, Pringle. Three total points against the possible AFC playoff opponent. Are they dead in the water? Is the dynasty over? And are they missing the playoffs at three and four right now? I think they're out. Let me double check to make sure I'm correct on that assumption. I have a, uh, I have the cool if playoffs started now. They are out of the playoffs. If we started the playoffs right now, they are not an AFC team. Do they miss the playoffs? Second question. No. I'm definitely not going to say that because, again, this is one of the things that I talk about all the time. It doesn't matter how great you are as a quarterback. If you do not have time to throw the ball and you do not have a running game to complement your greatness as a quarterback for clock management, third and ones, third and shorts, fourth and ones, you do not win football games in this league. The problem is they don't have an offensive line. Teams are doubling and and doubling Tyreek Hill, forcing him to throw the ball to other people. Claire Edwards-Hilaire, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, excuse me, is injured. And now look, they take the focus away from their top running back being down. Williams is whatever he is. And then you play against a team in the Titans where the quarterback talent is nowhere near as great. The wide receiver talent is definitely up to par, but the running game is by far, bar none, tops all around the league. So you have a clock manager, a run mean quarterback, I mean a running back who can extend drives, kill clock. You have outside skill positions that will beat your cornerbacks up if they're not tops in the league with their physicality. And then you not only can do that, but you have a team so afraid of the run game, you can use your running back in trick plays and have them pass for touchdowns. So this week they ran into a well-oiled machine as that as how they used to be, but the injuries, the offensive line, and the game planning to take Tyreek Hill and allow Kelsey to run free and allow Mahomes to run free is starting to work for teams. But do I think they're dead? Absolutely not. Andy Reid will find a way to right this ship. Hmm. A lot of faith. A lot of faith in Andy Reid. I I understand why. Um, Black Friday, same questions. I know this, this hurts you a little. Uh, watching well, first your son of all, go out there. Disrespect to my son is just, you know, I just can't <laughs> take it anymore. <clears throat> Excuse me, let me clean my throat. Shout out to Edith Chosen One. Spoke very eloquently. Very eloquent chap. Yes, he is. Um, look, man, you over here, talk, you were talking real reckless from the beginning of this. You were talking real reckless probably like a week ago. Look, man, this team is injured. All right? It's an injured team that had already won a Super Bowl, you know, a couple years ago. But it's an injured team. When I say injured, that offensive line, like my brother told you, kind of banged up there. You know, they're trying to figure it out. The defense been injured. It seemed like they was only playing, you know, in the playoffs when they had two spasms bringing something up. I don't know what's going on. But the defense been injured. These motherfuckers can't play. You know what I'm saying? They cannot pass for First of all, I got to be honest with you. They couldn't stop Derrick. They wasn't going to stop Derrick. But I didn't expect Hannah Hill to air him out like that. You know what I'm saying? Even though I did start uh, A.J. Brown for the green light. 
I didn't expect that to happen. I'm I'm with Chase. I think we could I think we could put up more points than these guys. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because our DBs is good too. You know what I'm saying? Um, they were getting a lot of coverage sacks. Uh, my son ain't had nowhere to go. He was running and ducking. He could do all that sidearm shit all he want. But if you don't got no clear lanes and nobody's getting open, sir, I mean nobody's getting open. If you look at the, the catches Pringle had, them shits was in the sky. My son was throwing high balls. Then Henny came in throwing low balls. So, you know, pause. But come on, son. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to write them out of the playoffs and all of this and that, but if they don't get healthy at the right time, yeah, they're going to be missing it. And they probably need to, man, to get you know to get the uh, the picks up. You know, what I mean, you can't keep winning going to playoffs if you're asking on limits. So, so let's let's be honest. The running running game was null and void for them. They didn't have any running game. Okay, it wasn't there. They didn't use it at all. So that wasn't balanced. Son was out there getting beat the hell up. Um, he looked he looked like he was concussed. Um, I'm hoping he is concussed at your ass down dot com. I would love to play Chad Henney versus the New York Football. Back mm. to you, Bob. Mm, yep, sounds like a lot of noses because everybody's got one. But uh, as as we as we look forward, New York Giants, Green Bay Packers, Las Vegas Raiders. Dallas Cowboys, Denver Broncos. Um, that's their next slate of games. Um, they have a real chance pretty tough. <laughs> to, you know, they have a real chance to, you know, go one and four over the next five games. So pretty tough. Uh, th- that, that, that's that, that's uh, that's that's difficult. You know, you end that slate, you know, four and seven. I think it's really tough, especially now. Um, we look at all these, you know, things uh, moving forward. Um, before we get into the fabulous uh, fantasy hour with Shakes, get us in on all of our scores and all the goodness. Uh, tell me how many points I lost by and, you know, uh, how many points he's winning in all of his undefeated teams. Um, there are these cool things I like to do and look at. And, quote, unquote, there is the if the playoffs started now. And, and those type of things are, are very interesting to look at, especially if you go back in the years past to see the if the playoffs started now in week seven, eight, and nine, to who actually made the playoffs and who actually was, you know, the favorite and who moved on to winning a Super Bowl. Um, it is kind of fun. As we look now, going into week eight, week seven in the books, uh, again, six teams on by. This week, only two teams on by. We get a full slate of games. We're going to get some awesome play, uh, playoff potential football I think we're going to be, you know, watching some good, 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 some good pigskin. Um, AFC, as it stands right now, the number one seed, either chosen one, Suns, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals sitting at the number one seed in the AFC. They would have the only buy uh, that is now in the new playoff system. Uh, the number two seed hosting the number seven seed, uh, Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Cleveland Browns if the playoffs started today. The number three seed Tennessee Titans hosting the L.A. Chargers if the playoffs started today, as well as the Buffalo Bills number four seed hosting the number five Baltimore Ravens if the AFC playoffs started today. Um, to me, that is fun, some good football to look forward to. If this stays bad, I will not be upset. I will not be mad. Um, I'll open this floor up to anyone. Anyone have any of those matchups stick out to you would be fun to watch and as we speak right now going into week eight besides 
the blaring number one Cincinnati Bengals, which who I'm sure we all picked before the season. Anything stick out to you? Anybody missing or anybody in there stick out to you? Uh, open to the floor to everybody. Hmm, silence is golden. Everyone is expecting. <laughs> nah, those matches. Saying, what was the question again? <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for somebody else to answer so I could just. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, figured yeah. we weren't going to try to step on people. So we have the, the AFC playoff matchups as we speak right now. If the playoffs started today, again, number one, Cincinnati having the only bye. Cleveland uh, going to Las Vegas in the first in the wild card matchup. Tennessee hosting Los Angeles Chargers in an AFC wild card matchup, as well as Buffalo hosting Baltimore in an AFC wild card matchup. Any of those AFC teams stick out? Somebody missing you think will be there late in the season? And then of course, number one Cincinnati. We all didn't have them there. Do they stick there? We'll start with Black Friday. He asked a question, and then we'll move on, and we'll get either chosen one and shakes right after that. And if uh, we do have uh, West Coast man, Dan C., I know he likes to show in the background. If you want to say anything, hop in as freely as possible, brother. I know you do your own thing. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals do stick out. You know what I mean? They're poking out. Um, That win against um, Baltimore was uh, very convincing. Uh, The defense is not playing either. Um, and that playing around. It looked like, you know, I'm not sure the, the, the name of the coach over there, but he put together a good team, man. Um, shout out to Zach the chosen one sons over there, Zach Taylor. Um, I like that. You like that? Uh, Las Vegas, they look, they look pretty real, man. Every time I see them, every time I see them, they looking pretty good out there. Um, mm-hmm. I never watch the games in their entirety, but um, I usually wind up seeing the highlights and, you know, Derek Carr's having a good season thus far, I must say. Um, Herbert, I think you can go either way with that kid. That kid, you know, he's one, he one of them, you know, shakes them, kidnapped him. Now that boy up in there in the shack, that boy up there, he's playing, man. He's playing. And um, I think, uh, you know, my son taking the down slide, Teddy Two Gloves and my other son, they looking like they, you know, or Teddy Two Gloves and them looking like they're coming back to normal. Um, I think I think uh, Herb and them got a chance to make the playoffs, though, man. I think that uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that remaining schedule looks like at all the way to the end, but I think I think they got a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, nobody nobody outside of the pack, you know what I'm saying? You know, definitely is in the way of Josh Allen and them boys. Um, <clears throat> my son Matt Jones is is the system quarterback guy. He fits like a glove, uh, you know. So, if anything, you know, they're going to be fighting for the situation. But I, I think ultimately, you know, Baltimore, um, pardon me, uh, Buffalo takes that all the way to the house. Uh, Tennessee is the lone wolf, too. You know what I mean? I don't think Indianapolis mm-hmm. is, is swinging. Um, we know Jacksonville ain't swinging. You know, the Houston, Texas, everybody looking for a quarterback really outside of Jacksonville, right? Um, mm mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that is what it is there. But um, I see them definitely taking that. Alrighty, and and, and but, uh, for the conser- yeah. for the conservation of time, um, either chosen one. I'm gonna get your opinions. AFC. We'll swing it back around. Shakes. You're gonna get both NFC and AFC because I'm gonna read them off right now. And then Black Friday, 
We will round you out. We'll get your full opinion on the NFC here at the very end again. Let's let you get your thought process down on some of these games. Uh, NFC playoff started today. Arizona, number one, have the only bye. Number two seed, Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosted the number seven seed, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Green Bay Packers, number three seed, hosting uh, New Orleans Saints at the number six seed. And then Dallas Cowboys hosting the number four seed, number four seed, hosting L.A. Rams at the number five seed. That is the most interesting thing I think we can go into is NFC. Uh, reading those out loud, E, the chosen one. AFC, kind of, I think, much ado about nothing. We all kind of feel most of those teams are, are in it to win it. There may be a team or not coming in. Cincinnati, the outlier. NFC, I think, with the more talk about or stuff, um, either way you want to play it, E, you are on the floor. AFC, NFC playoffs, if they started today, anything stand <sighs> Oh, man, now, you know what? I'm going to be honest. The AFC right now is a toss-up because the juggernaut, which we all look at in Kansas City, New England is no longer that. The Bills are up and coming. Um, Baltimore is always in flux. Can he win it? So it is wide open, as we just discussed. And um, right now, if I had a favorite, to win the AFC, it would be the Buffalo Bills. That would just that's just where I'm at. Um, they seem to have all the pieces together. For some reason it takes a team playing an elevated game to beat them or something like Josh Allen not getting in on a fourth and one in a goal line stance, which is the right call, you know. So right now the AFC Buffalo Bills is my favorite to come out of that to go all the way to the Super Bowl. NFC right now, it looks like Arizona is a great way to say, hey, you know what? The Cardinals look like they're well on their way. I won't subscribe to that because they've never done anything in the history of Arizona to show me that they are the team that is making the most noise or coming out to stomp or doing what they're doing. Records do lie at times. I need to see this consistently for the rest of the season with no injuries or anything like that. Because right now, they are the most healthy team in the NFL, if you look at it. They haven't had many injuries. They've been playing together. My nephew over there is dope, no question about that, and Kyler Murray, and they are playing great, great football. But I need to see it hit the playoffs, and I need to see what they're looking like. Uh, I'll give it by the end of the season. By week 17, I'll say what I have to say, which will round out most teams anyway. But Right now, a favorite out of the NFC, not going to be surprising, the Dallas Cowboys. That's just me. I'm looking at the completeness of their team, how well they are a machine over there, and what it takes to beat them is a real serious deal. I think they only lost one game, and that was to the GOAT and the Bucks, and that was the first week. After that, they've been steamrolling teams, and nobody has come close to putting anything on them. So, yeah, right now the Bills and the Cowboys, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Bills Cowboys Super Bowl matchup. I'm sure all your Giants friends fans would love to see that. Um, Shakes, uh, AFC again. Uh, one seed Bucks. Uh, uh Bucks. <laughs> one seed Bengals. Uh, NFC one seed Cardinals. You know the rest. Uh, anything you'd like to say about this? Any matchups you perceive uh, may just be we will see end up being a playoff matchup. Um, and then, of course, NFC, AFC. I didn't hear anybody mention an NFC team not in it that they might think come in it. I don't think that because with the seven there is, I think everyone's pretty happy. But yourself, how you how you thinking? 
Um, I mean, really can't tell right now. But to to speak on a certain matchup that you did say that stuck out to me was New Orleans versus Green Bay. And that's because of the whole week one thing. And it's like that's the only blemish right now that y'all have. And it seemed like it was so far away. But to y'all, I think it's so embedded in y'all heads that once y'all do get, if y'all do get to them in the playoffs, if that is the case, if that's the matchup, y'all going to fuck them up, man. That's what they had. So that, that's interesting to me. But, no, I ain't really subscribing to nothing that's in the playoffs right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah. The the to subscribe to some playoffs in seven eight, you gotta be, you know, really, 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 uh, really trustworthy in the limb support of the branches you're stepping on because this is this is really ballsy. I mean, I, I, again, like I said, looking the years past of, you know, week seven, week eight, week nines. You know, if the playoffs started now, list and then look at the actual playoff teams and how they performed. I think we could definitely see a big sway. But to me, again, Oakland being at number two with an opportunity of possibly being number one if they don't quit on a certain person to get him fired. I don't think they lose to that Bears game. And then they're rolling there with one loss too as well. And we're seeing a, a, a really complete team in, in Oakland. Or, or two or two losses, sorry. Two losses for, for L.A. Jesus. Uh, Las Vegas. I'm all around here. Uh, Las Vegas, I think that's only a team that, that – it's nothing to scoff at as well. I mean – they are complete. They're they're now playing for a coach and in 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 the guy you know beseeching me. I can't say his name. I'll mess it up. Uh, but big rich, um, th- those things uh, I don't think are anything to scoff at. They they literally quit for one whole week to prove that they didn't want to play with this man, so Mark Davis could fire him. Uh, and that's exactly what they did and came out you know curb stomped the next two opponents. So uh, that that's just how I feel about the AFC. The wild card is. The, the Las Vegas Raiders, however, um, I just don't see anyone, you know, right now, this moment, this time, you know, 346 my time, 646, 47 on the East Coast, uh, you know, October 26th. I don't see anyone better than the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC. They have a quarterback. They have a run game. They have a pass. They have a receiver. That defense is playing at all three levels, and their special teams is doing it now. We take out the Green Bay game where I think it's a total of like eight missed kicks on both teams. I mean that that's the that's the anomaly of anomalies. The wind was swirling that day. Uh, two consistent kickers missing that much is just I don't think we'll ever see that again. Um, so other than you know that anomaly game for them, uh, they've been you know great on both sides of the football um, and, and and then on special teams. So to me, AFC right now, Bengals. Uh, are the team to beat. They just go up and they take Big Brother. They take him out to the woodshed. They smack him around. Uh, they go back in. They have lunch. Um, they talk to their mom. They call her. They say, what's up? They call grandma. They go back out to the woodshed, beat up Big Brother again, and then they go home. That's what they did on Sunday. It wasn't just a squeak and a win on a field goal. They whooped their ass. So, um, to me, uh, Bengals made a statement win. Uh, Thursday, Cardinals can make a statement win uh, in the NFC. Uh, but but like E said, man, this 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 NFC ain't ain't no joke, man. All right, Cowboys, Rams, Packers, Bucks, Cardinals. I think right now you can make a poll 
with all of those and you know it's it's 20% across the board you know uh you know 15% whatever it is that whatever the it's just going to be the way it is there's no there's no team right now and of course the easy ploy is to go with the most healthy the most dependent team and that is the cardinals they have done everything they were supposed to do since week 1 and they're extremely healthy it is what it is now i just think that the biggest questions come into that when they get into the playoffs they have absolutely no one except for Chandler Jones with winning playoff experience. And I think that's going to be something that we will have to take into consideration when they go up against a team, especially if they go up against a team like Tampa Bay uh, or, or, or no, not Tampa Bay, sorry, like, like L.A., you know, just beating on Dallas after a wild card matchup. Now you got L.A. coming to your home, you know, after maybe going one-on-one against you guys. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Arizona, with a week off, if they continue to hold this number one seed, how they react to a divisional foe coming in off a wild card weekend win, especially if it's a wild, wild win, late game shenanigans, you know, interceptions, pick sixes, you know, field goals for the wins. Those things are nothing to scoff at. We've seen that time and time again. Number one, number two seeds. Now it's just number ones. But those seeds getting to sit at home while a team gets, you know, more momentum going into the divisional round. So, again, NFC wide open. AFC, as we speak, uh, to me, Bengals, hey, right now you can't fuck with them. Uh, Don't scoff at the Raiders. Uh, And then, of course, Tennessee. Tennessee is Tennessee. Uh, you just can't do anything without an elite quarterback. Um, J-Rock joining us. Hey, I'm sure he's – how you hey, doing, sir? My bad. Oh, what's Dan going here. on, Dan? I just, I just want to be quick. I wanted to mention just a couple dark horses since uh, we're, I kind of agree with everything everybody said, but a team on the NFC side that took both of those teams pretty much to the limit is the Minnesota Vikings. I think that's a dark horse team coming out of the NFC. I think they're better than their record. Um, they took they took the Bengals to overtime and they hung in there with with the Cardinals. So I think they're better than their record coming off the bye. We'll see what they do. And then on the AFC side, I, I kind of looking at the Colts too. That seem a little bit better than their record. Um, those are two dark horse teams that aren't aren't in there yet, but I could see them getting in and making some noise. More so the Vikings. They have more talent to me. Mm-hmm. And, and and the Vikings, you're correct. With the Colts, the interesting thing is next five games, Titans, Jets, Jaguars, Bills, Bucks. That's an interesting road. You could possibly come out of that three and two. You sneak a win on the Titans next week. Maybe Titans are riding high off beating the Chiefs. Maybe you sneak a win on the Bills late in the season at Buffalo early morning game. Bucks, who knows how that's going. So, that's an interesting five-game slate for them. And then, of course, they finish the season off. Wow. Texans, Patriots, Cardinals, Raiders, Jaguars. Colts have an interesting road ahead of them. I think that's one that could be a, a, a really interesting road, especially in the AFC where fluctuation happens. The Vikings, again, they are missed, play, they are missed field goal from, from defeating the only undefeated team in Arizona Cardinals. And they took, of course, who I think the best team in the AFC, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, to overtime. And their kicker makes one instead of misses like he did in Green Bay. And then, boom, you know, they get the victory. So, Vikings, as much as I hate to say it, I don't like that. But I do like your pick uh, and the Vikings being a dark horse there. Uh, J-Rock, are you with us? Anything you'd like to say? Or are you just, are you just hanging on in the background for us? 
Perfect. I love silence. It is golden. Um, as 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 we move forward, I uh, got about seven minutes okay. of this first out. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, J-Rock. No, I'm just listening. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, that that's what makes you, you know, one of the greatest commissioners of all time. You just sit back, you listen, and you pay attention. Um, as as we as we move on through this first hour, got about seven minutes left. Um, we will get into the NBA talk, but I do want to get into shakes. Are you ready for this? Can we get into your fantasy, or you want to give us some time? You want us to talk NBA first? It's your world, bro. Whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. All right, my man. Are. If you if you're ready, then let's get you in here. I want to stay on the football topics before we switch it on up and and, and cross leagues here. Uh, NFL fantasy. We have our great fantasy. You know what? It, what do we call you? Champion? You know, man of all trade? Whatever? So, you know, Go winner? I guess. Guru, you know, just whatever. the fantasy guru. Right. Whatever. You know, I. I the I, fantasy you know. elite, ain't that right, Jay Rock? You, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne's world. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Go ahead and tell us how many points mm-hmm. I lost by this week. Tell us how many points you won by, and then of course, um, let's just hear uh, how poorly LRP is doing this entire season. No doubt, man. Great, great segue. Great leeway. And this is what I have to say. And I'm glad he's here for me to say it. Right now. I've been whipping people ass all season long and jotting down names as victims. Each and every one of them that's on this airways right now has been a victim of mine, right? And this guy, after I beat him twice in the first week, comes around and he squeaks out a victory and says, oh, you're not the fantasy elite. Right? And then the very next week, I blow him out. And then this week again, I blew him out. So again, that's four to one. So to answer your question, yeah, fantasy elite. Let's get to it. League one, always my matchups first because it's on my screen as of week seven of fantasy league one the fantasy elite ain't that right jenna <laughs> put the bag then whoop smack had known like that to james new york 175 153. That's right. 175 to 153. Your boy is on a three-game win streak since everybody want to put out their win streaks and all that shit last week. Put that out there. All right. I go four and three, tied for first place in that East Division of the League One. Shouts to me. Wild James from New York drops to second place, tied for second place at four and three of the North Division. All right, we got Big D League me 
We love Big Diddy. Just love Big Diddy. Put the thing, thing whoop smack. Man, y'all letting this girl do y'all like that? <laughs> to easy does it. Easy in D.C. 199 to 147. Big D.D. Goes to 4-3. and She's first place in that South Division of League 1. Tied, but she first place. Well, Easy Does It drops to 3-4. and four. Good for second place in that division. Tied, but good for second place. Alright. We got Every day is Friday. Putting the thing, thing, whoop, smack. Yo, I thought he was your friend. Why you had to do him like that? The easy now is chosen, which is E, the chosen one from the Bronx. That's fucked up. 195, 116. Black Freezy goes to 4 and 3, first place. Tied for first place with Big D, D, Comedian. While E, the chosen one from the Bronx, drops to second place. Tied with E. Easy from D.C. Excuse me. Tough division. That's not a bad one. I see y'all. All right. We got, and I needed this victory. Shouts to J-Rock for this one. We the man. Giants for life. Putting the bang, bang. Whoop, smack. So glad you did them like that. The core custom. 170 to 159. Giants for life goes to 5-2. He all by himself in first place in that North Division. While Core Custom, the Blue Order drops to 4-3. and three, Tied for first place with me and somebody else I'll get to in a minute. Shouts to J-Rock. We got Rody putting the bang thing. Whoop smack. So glad he did him like that. I needed this shit. Both of y'all motherfuckers are my friends. The JR can't draft like me. Devontae. Ooh, yeah. 215 to 192. Rody goes to 4 and 3. Tied with James New York for second place in that North Division. While Devontae. Ooh, yeah. Drops to four and three, tied with me and Court Customs for first place in that East Division. Taking that division, I knew it. Called it from day one. Give fuck how much I lose. My, I'm the champion. And last but not least, we got Chubb chasing Nacho in the box with cheese, putting the bang thing whip smack. Everybody doing them like that in this league that you're making my shot. LRP, 168 of 76. Ooh. Now, I won. Chug chasing Nacho goes to 3 and 4, while LRP is 0 and 7. My God, you just sucked, ooh. All right. As far as next week is concerned in the League One, we got the Fantasy Elite going against Easy Does It at DC. We got Rody going against J Rock and Giants for Life. We got James from New York going against the Making My Shots at LRP. 
We got Big Diddy Gnitty going against the Blue Order. I'm your fan this week. Get it done, Shorty. Beating up on everybody else. Beat up on him, too. We got Every Day is Friday Black Freezy going against JR Can't Draft Like Me and Devontae. Ooh, really? Black Freezy, take him out for me. Take him out. Take him down. And last but not least, we got Easy Now. It's Chosen E. The Chosen One from the Bronx going against Chuck Chase and Nacho in the box with Cheese. Take him down, E. Need that. All right? And that is the Shakedown League 1. Anybody want to say anything before I move on to Shakedown League 2? Come record. I hate on to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> First of all, Black Friday, two-game winning streak. That's all I want to say. Yo, top of the division, bitches. Pump <laughs> <laughs> jump up to get beat down. I'll see you again, Black. Uh, you gotta see, gotta see me first, E. What'd you say? Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to see me first. <laughs> let me let me tell you something, Nacho. Out of respect and love for you, but you ain't even been on my radar, fam. We just a game when I look at that on the docket. You got to stop somewhere first in order to make some noise for me to look over at you. But right now, my again, punk jump up to get beat down, Black. We one and one now. Let's keep it going. Nacho, I'll see you when I – you feel me? I'm, I'm just happy you're Yo, not – I had to get somebody – look, look. I had to get somebody while they was on vacation on the bar, man. They did, That's man. a fact. That's why I said that. See, Nacho, you wouldn't even understand my vacation player. That's why I heard Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I – I'm about I, to get you know, to that right now. Like, uh, like the six. I got you, bro. You already know how competitive we are, Cho. I got you, boy. Yeah, you know. You just got to make sure, you know, when guys go on, you don't have like seven or eight guys with the same bye week. I mean, that's like fantasy 101. You don't but plan that. You. First of all, you don't plan that in the NFL. We got yeah, to keep yeah, all things say, real. We don't plan that in the NFL. That just it is what it is. Shakes, how many guys you got in the same bye week? Man, not a lot, huh? I got it. Man, look, man, my my whole lineup was set last week. All right? That's how We're not talking injuries, though. We're not talking injuries. You're talking about injuries, bye weeks, all that, son. Everything. I was was done. Yeah, injuries you can't play. It's all in the one, boy. Listen, all of it, you. I'm dealing with it all, G. You think? <laughs> and I still win. You, you know what it is? I don't think Nacho is going through what we going through. I don't think you're going through that. No, you don't. He don't even know what he wanted that. But you got to adapt, bro. I'm not. That's I, I'm what I do. Y'all going through, That's what winners do. That's an excuse. Champion. I mean, Champion, I'm not, I, I, got, I got a whole bunch of IRs and O's that I've been having to drop all year. That's not, you know, and then... Mm-hmm. A bunch of people on the same buys. I don't do that because I try to not do that a lot. But that's just, you know, it's not an excuse. I've been, I've been. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you run just, the waiver wire and pick it up. You gotta play. You gotta play. Yeah, bro, you just gotta play, man. You just gotta keep moving. Let me tell you something. I'm so happy y'all all said that because the blessing in the God's feelings right now, which is myself, I'm talking about, is that when all them players had that bye week. You just said it perfectly. It was a bye week. 
I got 11 weeks to put my foot in your ass with everybody if they don't get injured. You're absolutely right. So I could take them losses and count them as a bye week. Guess what? The bye week is behind me. Y'all got players coming up that got bye weeks. So please do your adjusting and adapting. And if my guys stay healthy, it's going to be some ass kickers. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And um, Black Freezy getting into this lead too. You a lucky motherfucker. I tell you, what, I tell you, you lucky motherfucker. See, Ooh, you see what I mean? Now we counting luck. I'm gonna get to the tell them Black why. ain't no luck. And I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna tell them reason why. First of all, I'm, I'm on a four game winning streak. What is he talking about? Uh, Yo, that's not how he do, oh, bro. He will, he, will minimize, he, will, he will minimize your victory and maximize his, bro. That's how he do. You just took it. I was going to give you flowers on that. You just took it. But shout out to him. Four games on the street. Yeah, but in the build. It's some bullshit. The bullshit. Now, I can respect the other three wins, but this fourth win... It's some bullshit. I'm going to tell y'all why. Come on, man. In a minute. In a minute. First matchup is always mine. Always mine. And the body snatches went down. We just just went oh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't no, ba- ain't no bang things going down over here, folks. No bang things. All right? We just went down to Brody. 169 to 157. It's okay. It's okay. He got his revenge. He was already a victim three times before. So it's cool. Uh, I I see he rode. Rode, he goes to three and four, tied for second place in that West Division. While I drop to four and three, tied for second place in the South Division. But we'll get to that in a minute. That fucking Roy Rumble. All right. We got Bristol Pirates all the way out in Europe just squeaking it out against Damage Incorporated KB 110 to 102. Bristol Pirates go to 4 and 3. He's top first place in that North Division. While KB drops to 2 of 5 in the basement of that North Division. Alright. We got DJ Judgment all the way out in Canada. Just squeaked it out against. Dan C, I smoke fools, 127 to 117. DJ Judgment goes to 4-3. He is tied for first place with Bristol Pirates and Dan C, I smoke fools. They all tied first place, battling it out in that North Division. Big win for DJ Judgment. And this is where I wanted to get to. This is the bullshit that I'm talking. This motherfucker, every day is Friday, black free. Took the smack. I can't believe he even did him like that. And they both was on some buys. Like, nobody was playing. I'm going to tell y'all why and how nobody was playing. The score was 96 to 65. I repeat, 96 to 65. Yeah, but you don't remember Dude, me saying I was about to cut my players to compete, and then I realized court, this bro. man, then I realized this man did not have anybody? I was like, oh, I think I could win this without competing. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to know. Unbelievable. I looked at that shit like that. That's some bullshit. That is some bullshit. I told you on the show that was going to happen. That's bullshit. I told you so. Every day is Friday. Goes to five and two. First place of the South Division in that battle royal that we call because this motherfucker scored 65 fucking points. Bitch. Chinese Giants dropped to two and five in the basement of that West Division. Deserved it. Deserved it. All right. We got headhunters J Rock putting the bang thing. My God, he almost beat you by 100 points. I ain't Two regulators mounting up. He ain't mounting up this time. Good run, Mike. 208 to 114. Why you doing like that? Ah, damn, J. Rock. Hey, honey, J. Rock goes to 3-4. He in that basement of the South Division right now in that battle royal. That be called. While regulators mount up, drops to 3-4, tied for second place with Rody in the West Division. That bullshit, that division. Why you ain't put me in that division? That's some cheating motherfuckers. That's some cheating motherfuckers. That's why I'm still winning. That's all good. It's all good. And then last but not least, we got Easy DC putting the bang thing whoop smack. So glad he did him like that. The LRP 204 to 181. Easy. And DC goes to 4 and 3. He's good for first place in that West Division. I wish I was in. Because I'll be dominating right now. Well, LRP drops to four and three. Good for second place in that South Division in the Battle Royal with me. Alright, as far as next week is concerned, we got the Body Snatchers going against Headhunters. Ooh, division matchup. Ah, I see. Oh, you want some revenge? Ah, I see. Okay. Alright, I got you, J Rock. Everyday is Friday going against LRP. Ooh, other division matches. This is rivalry week. Battle Royal time. Hope LRP beat you, though. Go ahead, LRP. Win that one. <laughs> You're a hater, son. You're a hater. 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 We got Damage Incorporated, KB going against Chinese Giants. We got Bristol Pirates going against Regulators. Smoke Fools, Dan C going against Rody. And we got DJ Judgment in Canada going against Easy and BC. That is the shakedown League Two. I'm gonna say anything about League Two before I move on to three. You know, real quick, Shakes, we do have a caller with a finite amount of time. He wants to get his thoughts in on your New York Giants, his New York Giants. Uh, Jersey, Luke, you were on. Give us your thoughts before Shakes moves on with his fantasy news. I know sometimes you have a finite amount of time to get your thoughts out before you have to get on. Luke, welcome. Thank you. How you doing? Thank you. 
Yeah. Well, the Giants. Yeah. Well, the Giants made mince me out of their last opponent, so that's a good. That's a good sign. But now to see what else they've got. I mean, they they made they made Sunday's game look, you know, a little too easy against Carolina. Against Carolina, they, you know, Carolina's supposed to be, you know, a better team this uh, better team this year with the likes of our, our of our former Jets quarterback. But uh, I think he still has some growing up to do. I mean, Sammy, I don't think is your I don't think is anybody's boy. I think uh, the uh, Hurricanes uh, inherited a nightmare. All righty. Well, uh, uh, Lou, I'm going to place you back on mute. We'll get you back in here. We'll talk about the Giants. They are going to be right after this fantasy talk. Then we'll get into some NBA talk as well. LRP, you are live and with us, my friend. Uh, Shakes, go on. Uh, Anything you guys want to talk about? Before we go on, I just want to tell Shakes, you're a whole hater, bro. You're a whole hater. He's ain't put the bang thing with smack with chitin' the dish, boy. He ain't do that. The motherfucker won last night by a fluke-ass defensive player getting 23 goddamn points. Fuck out of here. That shit was over. If it wasn't for that luck shit, he would have lost. The dude got 23 points, bro. A defensive player got 23 daggone points. He beat you no more than 20 points. Yeah. So... You all right. more than That's 20 points, then he put, you he put, then he put the bang thing on you, boy. You better run scared. That boy put the bang thing on you. What's wrong with you? I'm serious in this thing. I went three and one. What I go, two? I went three and one. No, I went two and two. I went two and two this week, just like I did last week. And I'm gaining traction on the championship league because I got two in a row. So I'm coming. So don't talk crazy. <laughs> It's your bum ass. You always seven in League One. What are you talking about, League One? What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? League One. Don't exist. Don't talk about that. What are you talking about, League One? What's League One right now? Talk about League One. Don't exist. Everything else somehow. Don't exist. Don't exist for you right now? Gotcha. All right, moving on to League 3. We got League 3. Always my matchups first. What's up, Jay Rock? <laughs> Put the bang thing on the board. Fantasy Elite, right? That's right. AFC West best. Put the bang thing. Whoop, smack. Mm-hmm. Told him I was going to do him like that. I told him. Mm-hmm. The J Rock, one eighty six to one thirty eight. Your boy, me, Shakes Montana, is undefeated, y'all. Seven and oh, I believe that is someone that is elite, right? I think so too. While J Rock drops to three and four. That's good for second place in that East Division. Tied, but good for second place. Well, me, I'm just number one, huh? I'm undefeated, baby. I'm just number one. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Every day is Friday, Black Freezy. Put the bang, bang, whoop, smack. 
You had to do them like that with the name The Sunshine Jones. Got to put the bang <laughs> thing on that. Got to put the bang <laughs> thing on that thing. The hell is that, man? Oh. 162 to 145. Every day is Friday. Black Freedy goes to 3-4. He's tied with J-Rock in the East Division, which I am dominating in. <laughs> While Sunshine Jones Nacho drops to 1-6 with his bomber ass all the way in the base. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Mom, bring y'all some food sandwiches. All right. We got I am the chosen one. He the chosen one from the Bronx. Putting the bang, thing. Whoops, man. My God, he ain't had to do him like that. That was almost about 100 points, man. Why are you doing like that? To New Jersey, T-Men, 174 to 86. That's that winter circle shit. You getting real, real evil out here, bro. I see you. Getting real evil, son. Taking no prisoners. Alright. My boy E the chosen one from the Bronx. I am the chosen one. Goes to five and two. That's good for first place in that South Division all by his lonesome. He dominating like me. I see. While New Jersey G Men goes to four and three. Tied to second place in that West Division. With uh, somebody else, we we'll get to that in a minute. Because I'm on a AO. Can we get a hand clap for this one? Can I get a round of applause? For this one? Cause my boy LRP just squeaked it out. Just squeaked it out. I mean, just squeaked it out against Dumb City. Yeah, yeah, Dumb City. Yeah. Yeah, take that fool. 161 to 156. Still mad at you from two years ago. Glad you took that out. Why are you over there? 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 Yeah, yeah, we're gonna hate them. Aww. Nobody likes horse riders, though. That's a, that was a cute win for you. It was still cute. All right, we're going to see how Hello. cute it is when your ass calls and asking for advice all the time. That's going to happen in a few days, right? Hey, tomorrow. It might happen this episode. Aren't you, my friend? Two and five. For your boys, you're making my shot. All the way in the basement. Mama, give me some sandwiches. Yeah, hold on, hold on. What you two or five? What's going on, LRP man? What happened, man? You feng shui off? Something going on there? He's a bum. Hey, I'm two in a row. I'm two in a row. I'm getting the traction. Started bum. off a little shaky. Started off a little shaky. But I got two yeah. wins. I'm on two win win streaks on these Owen things. The only one that's crazy is the one that's in the fifth dimension, which is the Shakedown League one. And we ain't talk about that because that whole shit was Dave Gettle. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting like him right now. Crazy. Bad GM crazy. and all the way around. That boy, all the way around. Boy, I, I lost my running back. back. Lost my running back. Lost my quarterback. City. You lost oh, everybody. You just lost. You just lost. All that happened? Damn. 
We got Dumb City going to four and three tie with New Jersey G-Men second place in the West Division. We got Roley putting the bang thing whoop smack. That's crazy. He did him like that. To James in New York, 206 to 171. Roley goes to six and one. My God. Uh-oh. That's my competition. Six and one. First place in the West Division. Uh-oh. I see. I see. While James from New York drops to four and three is good for second place of the South Division. And last but not least, yo, what was you doing, Dan Steve? My God, 63 points? We got KB Knuckle Up putting the bang thing whoop smack. That's crazy, did him like that. Over 100 points, 171 to 63. KB Knuckle Up won his first game of the season on Dan C. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. You are bomb. KB Knuckle Up goes to one and six in the basement of the West Division. Mom, I'm bringing up the same as this. While Dan C, I smoke fools, drops to two and five. He with LRP in the basement, paused. That's sad. Y'all just sad. Terrible. We got the AFC West best going against Jamaican My Shots, LRP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all right. We got Rose going to get back. Dumb city. Pray for the mm-hmm. get back. That made him smile, mm-hmm. though, as I said, pray for me. I do you one better and slay mm-hmm. these devils safely. I'm about to tell you, murder, thing, murder is a tough thing. No. It's a slow process, and I ain't got nothing but time. I'm about to count my win already. Eight and oh, baby. Eight and oh. Mm. I'm, I'm facing you this week. I'm facing you oh, this yeah. week for the undefeated. That's right. That's right. Oh, okay. Disrespectful boy, and I'm going A and O. What's happening? We got Rody going against Dumb City. We got New Jersey T-Man going oh, against Knuckle no. KB. We got J-Rock going against E, the chosen one from the Bronx. We got Black Freezy going against James from New York. And we got the Sunshine Jones. Nacho in the box of cheese going against Dan C. And I smoke fools. What is my name? Does that mean you got a Jones for the Sunshine? Is that like play on words, Nacho? Got, got a Jones. Jones. He explained it, bro. He explained it. He got a few Joneses on his team. And he got Sunshine as his quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. So he just called it the Sunshine Jones. Gotcha. But I can't lose to a man or a team named the Sunshine Jones. I got to whip that boy's ass, bro. <laughs> just all the way pause. I got you. Just wanted to do that, bro. Just wanted to do that. Not your friend at this point. Not your friend. All right, but last but not least, man, we got the championship league. Mm-hmm. Quietly. Quietly. 
always my matchups first. Damn, man. Look, shout out to my boy. He he beat me the first matchup in this league. And then I took him down ever since. And this, we had three matchups in this league. So I got you in this league right now. But you want some winning circle shit, bro. You want some winning circle shit. You, you my man. The comeback kids. The comeback kids. Put the bang, bang, whoop, smack. <sighs> Reluctantly, I didn't want to do them like that. The only one can be chosen, either chosen one from the Bronx, 177 to 127. I go to three and four now. While E, the chosen one from the Bronx, drops to three and four. We are tied for second place in that East division. You you said it, Black Freezy, every time I put that name. (laughs) (laughs) But we got uh, Best Stop, Bruh, C Block, Chorus from Brooklyn, putting the bang, thing, whoop, smack. So glad he did him like that, but not really, because he's just running away with this damn division, and he ain't even that. He ain't even that. 206 to 183. C block. Corey from Brooklyn goes to 6 and 1. That's good for first place in the whole goddamn league. All right? In the whole damn league. This motherfucker might win the championship, and he ain't even that shit. Ain't that some shit? You know what I'm saying? That's some bullshit right there. Alright, and we got Dan, the man, Vendica Strokes drops to two and five. That's good. All the way in the basement of that East Division. Yeah, uh-huh. And I don't want to hear no shit. I know you active. I see you moving. So I don't want to hear no shit. I beat you fair and square. Alright? I won. I got the monkey off my back. Oh. God damn it. Yeah, two and five in the basement. We got about that life. Putting the bang, bang, whoops, smash. So glad he didn't like that. To the champion, give me that. Dan, C, and Carrie. 147 to 98. Yeah, you had a whole bunch of buys this week, bro. Because your scores is due, due. What was wrong with you? I know what's wrong with you. You told me what was wrong with you that morning. I remember. I remember that. About that life, J-Rock. He goes to, oh, did I say the score? I'll say the score again. 147 to 98. 5 and 2 for J-Rock. Wow, give me that. Dan, man, Dan C drops to 2 and 5 all the way in the basement of the West Division. And he's supposed to be the champion. Is this your king? Mm-hmm. All right, we got you making my shots, LRP. Uh oh, uh oh, with the bang, dang, whoop, smack. Uh oh, I can't believe he did you like that. Every day is Friday, black crazy. Oh, you see the vibes? You see the vibes? I forgot I was playing Black Freezy. See, that's why you do that, Jake. You're going to have me sit there excited because you didn't talk so much shit about me. And when you finally get to some good shit, 
I can't even fucking celebrate properly because it was against my brother. He had nobody to fucking play. Your friend. Why you do your friend like that? He ain't had nobody friend like that. You had to. Man. You had to do your friend like man. that. I'm still, I'm still over five hundred. Still can't celebrate properly. You took that away from me. Yo, I just, I just looked in the, I just looked in the message, bro. Yo, 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 Freezy, did you put? I'm a chipper boy. I'm a chipper boy. That was wrong with boy. You know, lost his damn mind. Yo, yo, you talking to boy? Say. Yo, it say I'm a chipper boy, and he put the he put half the trophy. In. <laughs> chipper boy, yeah. Oh, so chip, yo, nah, he ain't do that. He ain't do that. I'm I'm not even gonna say nothing. He ain't do that. Yeah, oh, you see it, yo, you see it. I'm a chipper boy. I ain't had the trophy. Oh the whole my trophy. goodness, I'm yo, a chipper. That's what it looks like. That, so let me just ask, Black, is that the only one that you have, or you got some others and some others? That's, that's why I'm a chipper. Okay, so yeah, chipper. you're a chipper, boy. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Ah, oh, man. Oh, LRP, what's up, baby? Oh, all right. What up, Was that the end of that, Shakes? Oh, no. Where I left off at? What's that? Um, LRP beating down on Yeah, LRP going against Freezy. Yeah, Black, yeah, he put the bang thing on him. That's messed up, man. Mm-hmm. We got LRP going to LRP, man. He called me while I was down. He called me while I was down, but he's a good man. He deserved it, man. <laughs> he goes to three or four girls for second place in that West Division in the championship league. I see you, LRP, trying to make a comeback. Win three straight over there. Tasker like I am, it's time to get it on. This is this is a test. For every Knicks fan out there listening, this is a test. You're going to know exactly who you are tonight and if you're ready for anything or if you're going to have to go back to the lab because the 76ers are for real. So it's time. Alright. Public service announcement for you Knicks fans out there. Alright. And um, as I was saying, uh, Black Freezy is in second place of that South Division at four and three. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Talk uh, about Black it. Black <laughs> <laughs> We got Rody putting the bang thing whoop smack. Sheesh, everybody doing them like that though. To the dawn, one sixty five to forty nine. Yeah, he ain't playing man. Not at all. Not at all. 
Roby goes to five and two. That's good for first place. Tie for first place in that West Division. While the Dawn drops to zero and seven in that South Division or in the basement of the whole damn league. All right. And last but not least, we got F. U. Pay me got careened on his chug. G <laughs> twelve to one oh five. After pay me drops to four and three. Go for second place. Tied with Black Freezy in the South Division. Wow. Chill Will. I ain't gonna say that word. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to Chill Will for that one, man. I don't know about that name. Tied. Still suspect. It's in your body, sir. No. But shout out to you, sir. I needed that. Shout out to you. Boom, boom. He's Tyler Rody, first place. And that west of this. And as far as this week, we got the comeback kids going against the dawn. Ooh, oh, yeah, that should be a victory right there. Yeah, that's what's up. All right, we got Rody going against LRP. We got Dan C going against Chill Will. Hopefully, you won't get kareemed on your mm-hmm. chug. We got about that life going against Panda Man. <laughs> We got Black Freedom going to Black Don't do that to Dan Yo, first of all, don't do that to Dan Second of all, I'm taking down the giant. I'm taking down the juggernaut, son. I'm mad. Do it. Please. You know what I mean? Please. I need it. I need it. I got to gain some ground here. Got to gain some ground on him. All right? Take him out, Black Freedom. I'm your fan. I'm your fan this week. And last but not least, we got only one can be chosen going against F you pay me. You got not losing that ball. You got not losing that ball. Alright, and that is it for the fantasy league. Score <clears throat> standards and upcoming matchups. I'm just that damn good. Thank you. Sometimes I'm pretty you... damn good myself, man. I'm pretty damn good myself. You understand this? <laughs> yep. Hey, I'm yep. Good. yep. Hey, hey, you know, it, it, the proof is in the pudding. Uh, championships can't be argued. Uh, one championship can't be argued. So, yes, Frazy, you're a bit of a chip of yourself. I get it. Um, as we move on forward in this show, there is a bit of a topic that I want to get into. Um, a little bit of a segue by the great man, either chosen one. Uh, as we look forward, as we get into the action of the NBA now, lovely as it is, we don't have to deal with one game a week. We get to deal with a couple. In the first week of the NBA, we're seeing some teams and we're going to get some overreactions. Like most sports, it's always fun, especially in the sport uh, where there's a lot, a lot, a lot to be decided before Christmas and even a lot to be decided before spring. So uh, th- th- there's a there's much to do about a lot of this, but overreactions in the NBA from week one for myself. We'll get into shakes. We'll get into E, Black Friday, uh, J-Rock if he feels it, LRP as himself if they want to get into any of these basketball topics. I will shoot out a couple overreactions, and then we will get your guys' opinions, or maybe if you if you have any of your own overreactions. Uh, Chicago Bulls, uh, Eastern Conference Championship bound. Uh, Detroit Pistons, uh, probably going to be the number eight seed. 
Just kidding, that was a joke. Um, they're probably going to be a lottery pick. They'll probably be the number one, and I and I say that as they'll they'll lose about you know sixty games this year. Um, Western Conference, uh, Golden State's all the way back. This is their championship to lose over reaction after week one, uh, and then of course um, LeBron missing again this game tonight with an ankle injury. L.A. hoping to make a playoff overreaction or reaction there'll be a lottery pick by the end of the year um anything else you guys want to talk about any teams you guys want to talk about i know the knicks getting started here is a topic of discussion the way that they are playing right now uh two and one taking on a very good sixers team um you know eastern conference just getting rolling here um we we uh I like to do the order. We'll do the order. Let's just go like this. Black for easy. Anything basketball-wise you'd like to point out week one? Any overreactions you saw? Um, you know, any teams trending up, any teams trending down? Yeah, no, no, man. I'm not I'm not all, all over the NBA right now, man. I just showed a little, little clip for the Lakers fighting a little bit. I, I wanted to know about that. Um, as far as overreactions, man, I think that's probably the biggest one, right, the Lakers. I, you know, all over the league, I ain't there quite yet. I ain't caught up yet. Let me get to them. Shakes, my friend, Shakes Montana, let me in on a little secret. Anything you want to talk about? Your book of Nets 2-2 two two right now, overreaction, missing the playoffs. Uh, no real overreaction with them, I don't think. Uh, they get 100% healthy. Kyrie decides to get the jab. Who knows what they look like moving forward. Uh, Eastern, Western, anything you'd like to talk about? You still football season. Basketball season still getting underway. Anything to overreact, underreact as week one uh, gets wrapped up and week two gets started going into tonight? Uh, no, nothing really. Well, you know, I'm just sitting back spectating right now. But, you know, it's good to see these teams. Um, okay, let me come back to me on that one. Yeah, no worries. Again, it's kind of hard. Uh, with a with an 82 game season after three or four games to get a real overreaction, it's definitely a lot easier when you got 17 games to get an overreaction after one or two, um, especially the way that these teams play. Um, really, uh, we we can get into that over to that. I know E's got a lot to talk about on the basketball front. Uh, I think his overreactions, underreactions will be one to behold. But I got a question for him to start this off because I know he is deep diving in this. Um, my overreaction. And I want to get a real honest opinion from you, E. Zach Levine, Ball, DeRozan. That's an Eastern Conference Championship playoff team. Am I wrong in assuming that are my prisoner of the moment because they're 3-0, and and even though they got to play the Knicks mm-hmm. in a couple of days? The season is how you start off in the NBA. You start off high injuries make you fall to a different position, but when you think about it, in this perspective, right, it can't be an overreaction because in the NBA when you win games like four in a row, you can also – it can be an overreaction, I mean, because in the NBA you can win four in a row and then you can wind up losing five or six in a row. But the amount of games is what makes it either overreaction or underreaction. Now, teams like the Bulls, the Knicks, they're going to get overreactions because they're not used to winning – consistently teams like the Warriors and the Lakers 
they're going to only get overreactions if they lose. But see, it doesn't go the same way for the teams that's been losing. Like the Knicks and Philly, they're going to get an overreaction. Like tonight is a serious game. It's important to see where we stand. But Golden State and Oklahoma City also play in a half hour. I guarantee you if Oklahoma City beats the Warriors, there's no reaction to it at all. So I hope that made sense to you the way that I put it. It's just the tale of two different teams and also the importance of that team, the relevancy. So that's all it is. I hope that made sense. That makes 100% sense, of course. Uh, winning begets uh, expectation, and when you have those expectations and you live up to them, a la starting a season 3-0 and with all of your weapons back, everyone healthy in the Warriors, you're, you're, you lose an early game, okay, that's fine. They're back. They're swinging. However, the Bulls, they are not used to this. They lose a couple. We don't know what they are. Up and down, it could be interesting to see. Um as we look forward tonight, uh, I think it's a right ankle injury for LeBron James out tonight against the Spurs. Uh, presumably, they probably lose this one uh, in San Antonio. Uh, do things look bleak for the L.A. Lakers? Is this something you for both you, you, you see going forward as we look at this team and injuries piling up and then their star having to miss games? Not only does he do it for – rest and to be ready for the playoffs but now with these injuries um it is the lakers season starting to unravel but before it even got started uh, either chosen one i bring this to you because i believe you're the one who's been paying the most attention so far and then shakes if you want to jump in after if you're ready uh go on ahead no this right here is a great thing if you think about it as a for a lakers fan I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm just starting to like the mm-hmm. Lakers because of some players that I love being put together on the team. But as a Lakers fan, right, you look at it like this. You're happy LeBron is sitting down. The ankle injury isn't serious. It's nothing that, you know, needed x-rays or anything like that. It's just a simple little situation. It's called load management. But this is a chance for you to see Russell Westbrook Anthony Davis, and the rest of the team play games. To me, the Lakers should not be losing a game tonight like this because they have still Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and a supporting cast to get it done. The question is, can they? So no overreaction here and uh, nothing serious going on. Too early. Like I said, teams like that, as you eloquently put, winning begets winning, so therefore – only losing is a headline. And only Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp really care more than us to talk about this game in depth so many different ways. But it's no big deal. Let's just see if Russ comes out and can put a framework together tonight to let it be known I'm here, I'm in L.A., and this is what I do. That's it. Exactly. Um, with, with, you know, 16 games in November, uh, looking at, you know, another 14 in December. By the end of, by the end of December, we'll have a good look at the, what these teams are going to be moving forward. Again, overreaction, underreaction. Uh, Monday going on here. Uh, the, the, um, the most I could really say about that is, what we just said. NBA is the NBA, um, and then that's how we move forward. Um, 
I want to bring back Lou. Lou Lou's been waiting on hold for a good thirty minutes, and I, and I enjoy, uh, and I really want to thank him for that. And he he made up some good possible points as it pertains to uh, 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 the New York Giants, and and, and now. Uh, with the discussions that we had earlier about the Chiefs, the discussions we had about your New York Giants, about you know the the entire crew's New York Giants, um, this looks like uh, and then Vegas has no belief in the Giants. They have them as ten point dogs. Uh, I think they're on the road though at Kansas City uh, on a Monday night showcase, um, and I don't believe Daniel Jones has a good prime time showing. I think I think you know Vegas has. A lot riding on the uh, the past uh, as it pertains to what, what's going on in this game. So uh, as we move forward, um, I've heard it already, you know, and I'm already a proponent of it. Um, this is a team in the Kansas City Chiefs that are on the downside of a dynasty that started too early and peaked too fast. So as we yeah. look at them now and the way that they are now with injuries, on offense, injuries on defense, and the worst defense we've seen in probably over a decade at all facets of the football. Lou, we'll start first with you. Let us know how you feel about this game. Let us know why you think your Giants will win like I do and why these Chiefs will not be able to put up points, even with Jabril Peppers going on the IR today. That makes it even, even worse. I mean, the Chiefs, you know, they're not the same team as they were a few years ago when they were – so dominant. I mean, even Mahomes has lost a step or two. I mean, you know, I think getting back to his injury last year, I think it's uh, I think it's carried over, and I think the Giants might be able to, you know, take advantage of it. Though I'm not so, you know, it's really a toss-up in this game because I don't think you know there's a lot of confidence, you know, in either team right now. So it's it's really a toss-up on how this game is going to play out. I mean. You know, uh, Danny Dimes hasn't been so, you know, thrilling either. I mean, okay, they got one game against the Panthers last week, you know, in a route and good. But uh, I don't see, you know, like this starting a winning streak here. So it's it's really, you know, it can go either way this, this game. Either, anything can happen. But I don't expect it to be a high-scoring game either. I think I said about the Jets and Panthers last week, and look what happened to that. <laughs> so it's really it's really anybody's game here. I don't see a lot of confidence in either team right now. And, and the interesting thing, Lou, and we'll get into uh, uh, shakes and either chosen one and Black Friday and, and everyone else's discussion here about this game a little bit. I know we'll get deep dive more Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday going into the game. But uh, with 12 minutes left of on-air time, 914-205-5796. I sure didn't do that enough today. 914-205-5796. Give us a call. Push one like good Lou did here, and then you can get on here and tell us how you feel. Giants, Chiefs, before week one, leading into the preseason, going to the preseason, going into week one, there's not a soul on this earth that would have uttered the words that Lou just uttered. This is a toss-up game. I don't know. Both teams don't really look that great, but Chiefs aren't looking that great, and he's got an injury still and concussion. So I don't think anyone, and I don't think anyone could have uttered those words going into week one, two, three. But what we've seen over the last four weeks from the Kansas City Chiefs offensively, what we've seen for them over seven weeks defensively, and what we already know from Daniel Jones in this offense, and how he's been able to PFF grade out of the earth more than I think anyone ever thought he could. And, again, you take with that with a grain of salt. They don't know exactly what the play was. I understand sometimes you work outside the pocket. His QBR rating also I think is pretty well. 
I don't know the numbers. I don't have them in front of me, but they're doing well. The passer rating is doing well. So Daniel Jones doing those things, getting finally some help on other ends, gets a big win against the fraudulent team in the Carolina Panthers. Now, whose defense is uh, what is what it is. But we move forward. We look at the Kansas City Chiefs. They've played the Cleveland Browns. They've played the Los Angeles Chargers. They've played teams that we thought at the time could be Super Bowl or at least playoff contending teams, and they've lost to those teams when we anticipated them not. Baltimore gets the hump off their back, monkey off their back, hump off their shoulder, whatever you want to call it. They beat them. You know, they have, what, a win against uh, a win against Washington and a win against somebody else. I can't remember because it's an unnotable win. So th- those things to me are what really make this game super interesting coming into Monday night with a whole weekend full of great games, only two two teams off this week, Baltimore and L.A., the only two, t- two teams off this week, the way the schedule works. This right here bodes well for the New York Giants. So Shakes, E., Black, I don't know who wants to go first. Anyone want to step in? Y'all know not to step over each other. Y'all look great at that. What do we anticipate? We'll talk about your Giants a lot, but this is more towards the Chiefs, this defense, this offense. Do we anticipate this seven-game stretch to be a continuance of what we see in week eight going against the Giants? We'll start with uh, E, the chosen one. Well, I apologize. Just uh, I would like to go last in this rotation pause because the Knicks is playing in the first quarter, and this is my <laughs> quarter to focus in. I'll be with no you in, 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 no in third and rotation. No worries. Black Freezy, I figured Shakes, I think he would have stepped in right now or stepped over us if he, if he was ready for us. Black Freezy. It's talking about your son. A lot of disrespect for me. I think a lot goes for Bowden because a lot of people try to put him in my quarterback shoes really early, and I don't think my ever quarterback's ever thrown this many interceptions already this this early in the season. But I progress. I progress. But in real, let's let's be real. Let's take the the the, the cynicism and the assholeness of me out of this. This last seven weeks for the Kansas City Chiefs, not only defensively but offensively, has not looked good. They've been able to take things away. Uh, granted, there are injuries, but look, you can't come out of a game with Patrick Mahomes being your leading rusher and Pringle being your leading wide receiver. you got Kelsey. you got them boys out there and Tyreek Hill. you got uh, McCarr Holdman and all them other pieces you got. Can they put it together? Not necessarily just because it's the Giants this week on a Monday night. But can they put it together and get things going, or is this a continuation we see over this long haul season? Is it what Lou said, an injury, maybe from last season, Patrick Mahomes hindering why he's making these mistakes, not getting the ball in the right position, throwing interceptions at the end of games when we don't see that? Black Freezy, let me know. Is the Chiefs on the trend down? Is this a what we see type of thing? Or like with the NBA when we just talked, their winning ways will get back. Well, yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's just like you know, it looks like uh, they're trending down, and hopefully they trend down against us. You know, I ain't gonna front. I'm gonna let both. We need to win. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a rough schedule they have too, man. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty tough for them. I mean, it's not it's not gonna be easy for my son, and I think he got a concussion, so um, he probably needs to sit his ass down. But hey, um. I ain't no excuses, man. It's football. You know what I mean? So, next man up, 
whoever get injured, whether it's on the line or you know, the running backs, you know what I mean? Because they really, really miss him quite a bit. Um, should happen. And the defense sucks. Shout out to Swag. Uh, Shout out to Swag. And, and, and I think this is what we're seeing now. Uh, and this is why I do not give teams like the Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers a real, real shot to go deep in the playoffs if these defenses don't step it up and become non-opportunistic defenses. They need to be consistent at stopping the ball and stopping the pass, which neither defense is. We can get into that. And, of course, Kansas City is not good at anything. LRP, you've had some time to listen to all of us talk our stuff. Uh, you know, you've gathered your thoughts. You've heard us, you know, downtrodden the Chiefs. And, 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 and of course, you've been a big proponent or, or a big opponent of the Clapper and your offense. And, and, of course, you know, either chosen one a big, you know, opponent of Patrick Graham in that defense. Can the Chiefs, and we're going to switch it on over, but can the Chiefs, is this a time for them to get right? Or, again, is, is, is this the trend that we're seeing? The Chiefs are just going to struggle, and this is an opportunity for the Giants to take a, take a chance uh, or take a, <clears throat> take a string, hold of that struggle and catch a W of a team that doesn't really have everything they want going at the right time. I absolutely believe that they will. This will be a get-right game for the Chiefs, of course. <laughs> They're going to come out looking like no, but like, like the Chiefs we know. And, and we're going, you know, like I said, I'll stick to my own analysis later. But I believe we will allow it to happen, and it will happen. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs. I'm not going, you know, overreaction and say all these things about the Chiefs. Because I believe that that foundation is still there and it's solid. And, yeah, I mean, sure, some defenses got some tape on you. But I expect these particular minds and uh, creativity to go in the lab and actually do something about it. Not stand in front of the podium and say that you saw some good things and you hope for the best. No, no, that, that, <laughs> that industry over there ain't running like that. You know what I mean? And neither is the, the people. You know what I mean? Kelsey, you know, Tariq, you know, and them boys. Yeah, now, granted. There's talent yeah. over there. People exactly. forget that shit. You know, they got players over there. Now, I do think their defense we can capitalize on because they do have talent there. Like well, but it's gonna, yeah, their front seven, their front line, you got some opportunities, but I still think it's going to be a get-right game for the uh, for the Chiefs. Okay, and so I'm not all the way in on us winning, as everyone thinks. J Rock, I hear you jumping in there, and I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that not only is the offense struggling to put points on the board, but the offense is struggling to get guys the football. E C H isn't there; he's unhealthy. They have no really reliable running back after that. After you get the Hill and Hardman, who's there? You know, you you can block those guys up. Hardman's not a real. I don't think number two. He's a legit three that can get open and with the speediness, whatever. We can move on that. But I think the fact that 32, 32, 32. 
32-32. If I'm looking at the defensive rankings for the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're literally 32 in every single one. Now, we talk about, oh, this defense is bad, that defense is bad, this defense doesn't do anything good, and then we look at the numbers and go, okay, well, they actually can do this one thing good. They can actually, oh, they're actually not that bad in this area, but the rest, they're horrible. And there's absolutely not one thing that the Kansas City Chiefs on defense do that you look at and go, oh, man, if they sewed that up, they can be in the top 10 or 20. No, they are absolutely atrocious. And this is an offense, I think, with Daniel Jones, who is competent at quarterback. They could put up points. So I'm not saying that you're going to sit here and shut down Patrick Mahomes and and they're not going to get right. That defense ain't going to get right. This is not the offense for them to go up and get right against to me. So this is going to be a shootout. It's going to be fun. We can talk about offense. Go ahead, J-Rock, and I want to get your opinion now. Defense is defense, and we know the weapons they have on offense. But the defense ain't going to just show up just because it's the Giants and it's Daniel Jones. They're bad, and they've been bad. Well, we've been here before, right? What's that, Atlanta? Atlanta was the worst defense at that time when we played them. We couldn't put them at True, true. So come on. Come on. This, this offense has been We let them change about this shit, man. We're 2-5. People act like we're 5-2. This is the same team that lost five games this year out of seven. Same team. Ain't nothing changed, bro. We will lose against the Kansas City Chiefs. Playing some lane on them. Now, J-Rock, may I answer you, J-Rock? Go ahead. The only – you're not lying. You're nowhere near lying. The stats show it. The record shows it. You're not lying. But the only reason why I am picking us to win in this game is because it's been a very long time since I've seen a defense worse than ours. Mm-hmm. And that gives anybody hope in the mm-hmm. NFL, especially with your players coming back in Sterling, Slayton. Galladay won't be back, but um, we'll, have, uh, we'll have more additions than subtractions on offense. And – for the first time, here we go, J-Rock. Remember, I'm only saying for the first time because I understand. I'm not, I'm not delusional. But for the first time, Jason Garrett used Daniel Jones. Besides that little whole trick play, one-handed catch. Let's remove that out the way because I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about his actual offensive play calling. For the first time in Daniel Jones' career, he used him in the proper way rolled him out of the pocket, got him into a different launch spot, allowed him to do some things with his legs, throw on the run, and get up out of here. And as we just talked about, the Chiefs are no good at anything. So if you're no good at anything, and we have something at least going on, we'll be okay. I believe this game is not going to be as serious against us as it was previously because their defense is just that bad. It really, truly is. So, And the team plays better on the road. So I'm not saying we're getting Molly Wap either, but I just, you know, mm-hmm. I agree with that stuff. But we do play better on the road. I do like that aspect of it. I don't like the Monday night aspect of it, but I like the fact that we play on the road because we suck at home. We always play better on the road. So it's not it's a gimme, only... but I don't think it's that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, 
those things uh, to me, uh, if we're talking about Daniel Jones in a shootout, give me any other team. I think the guy could actually throw the football and get some points on the board. And then we're talking about now again. Look, we talk. You brought up Atlanta. Again, you can look at Atlanta going into that week. There were some things that they were actually okay to good at. There were some things that if you looked at and go, oh, statistically, they're giving up yards. They're giving up this. But, look, oh, they're actually they're actually stern tacklers. Oh, they actually can do this. Oh, they're getting to the quarterback and getting pressures, and they're getting sacks. Because they weren't 32. They were, like, I think mid-range 20s. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs, and they can't get nothing, not nowhere. They can't guard you at wide receiver. They can't guard you at tight end. They can't rush the quarterback. They can't pressure with five. They can't pressure with six. They definitely can't leave too high. They can't do anything. They can't. They, there's nothing they can do defensively that you look at in the eyes when you watch them on the screen or when you look at the statistics on the paper that you go, maybe – they're okay at that. Maybe they could be, there's nothing. So that's why I, if we're talking about just somebody going out there who can professionally play football, who's got some weapons and knows how to do that, I think Daniel Jones can go out there and put up 20, 30 points on his team. 35. Easy. Now, does that mean Tyreek Hill, McCarr Holdman, and Patrick Mahomes don't get right against your defense and put up forty. That's not that that's that could be a discussion we'll have tomorrow and Thursday and Friday. But right now, discussing this, this discussing this Kansas City Chiefs defense, they they constantly give up twenty eight to thirty points to competent quarterbacks who can get it in the end zone. Constantly, that's a fact, and that's that's what I'm riding on, Nacho. That's what I'm hoping on. And I'm going to say it again. Jake and Black have been talking about it for the last couple of days. They are not at that place right now where they are to be feared. We got them at a good time, and I'm thanking God it's at this time. Any other week in Jesus and Allah and Buddha's name, I would not even be thinking about this mm-hmm. game. It would be an L in every category, and I would be afraid. Fear.com. But we're catching them when they're in a low place. Thank you, Allah. They're in a low place. It doesn't take a lot for you to get the ball first, score a touchdown, and then a dumb off the ball, which has been happening all season, drop happens on third down. Now, they got to kick it back to you, and that defense just got off the field, and they tired again, and you go down, you're up 10-0, 14-0. Like, that's not impossible to think against this team. Now, the yes, problem with is. that is we could talk – no, it's not. It's not. LRP, it's not. <laughs> Jason Garrett, it's bro. Not. It's not. Yeah, Jason Garrett, Jason Garrett. Daniel Jones can go out there and run a Jason Garrett offense and still put up 14 against this defense. You're not understanding how bad this defense is. How you know, bad you know, this how bad defense we are is! Putting up points. Bad, <laughs> bad, bad, bad. You're not about to get angry by that. Your words, your words. Now look, look. We're not talking. Forgive me if I disagree. Talking Daniel Jones and your offense against his defense in Kansas City. We're. I'm not talking about your defense and that offense, and they can get right. That's a discussion for another day. We're strictly talking about this defense that has been the absolute worst dog shit in 15 years. 15 years there hasn't been a defense this bad categorically and statistically through all of them. Quarter B, QB watch, pressures. Watch sacks, like the motherfuckers look like the immaculate inception it, it, come Monday uh, night. It, 
Oh, we ain't never seen the Thornhill. You know, are you Thornhill playing? I mean, <laughs> they, they got players, bro. If that's the overall consensus, I'm not going to sit here and argue with it anymore. I'm giving my opinion on what I've seen. And what I've seen for seven weeks is a dog shit defense be worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And okay. if if it wasn't for, you know, a couple things here or there, they might be a two-win team right now. So that all for all the greatness that Patrick Mahomes is and all the greatness they have on offense, that defense <laughs> can't match. you like the grandmother. So, mm-hmm. like, it, 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 it you know, I, yeah. I just that's just what I've seen through the entire of the season. And that's just what it is. It's that defense has never been good from week one till now. It has never been good. There hasn't been flashes of greatness or anything. And this team, let's not forget, this is a team that was built on going down 14, 21, 28 points before they kick it into gear and get it going. Hasn't been working this year. So it's worked a couple times, but – you know, look, they, they, they are a bad team. They are a bad team defensively all around. You can throw me all the names you want, and it looks cool if we're talking about last year when the offense is putting up 40 or the year before when the offense is putting up 42, but the offense ain't doing that this year. And those names, they look fucking horrendous. So that's but, what it is. But Nacho, they this are is, three and four, you see how we, But you see how we're discussing the defense of the Chiefs? And and I'm I'm talking I'm speaking for all of my brothers because I know why they're saying mm-hmm. what they're saying and I'm trying my mm-hmm. best not to fall into it but I cannot help it for some reason every single time we get to this point when it comes to a team like this for some reason they show up against us they won't show up against last week Jets or the week before that Atlanta or the week before that Indiana but for mm-hmm. soon but as soon as they get to us. It seems like there's no injuries, everybody's okay, and everything is back going again. That's why they call it a get-right. There's only one way to win this game, Nacho, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We're going to have to beat the Chiefs offensively. We're not going to beat them defensively. We're going to have to beat them offensively. Daniel Jones is going to have to dig in his bag, and Jason Garrett is going to have to scheme it up again to get him into the best position to play a better game than he did even last week. Even though he played a hell of a game last week, he's going to have to play a better one this week because they just seem to get right. And that's why my brothers have no confidence. And only me and Shakes are sipping the Kool-Aid and keep leaving the pitcher on the table and the shit keep turning into ice water. <laughs> and look, I'm I'm definitely not sipping the Kool Aid and thinking you guys are anywhere close to getting a W. I just really believe that this defense will make. And that's why I don't like defense, you. This, this defense is gonna make. This defense is gonna make anyone like look that. good. It's, it's not gonna be a defense that gets right against the Clapper because he's that bad. It's a defense that is gonna let the Clapper do whatever the fuck he wants because they're that bad. So that's what, and that's what I wanted you to say is that your offense was going to have to win this game, and it's going to be on the shoulders of Daniel Jones because it's going to either take a last-minute drive of either them going to get points 
or them a last-minute drive of keeping Patrick Mahomes off the field because that's how you're going to win this game. That offense, it's a get-right game for that offense. And that's what I was trying to get at this entire time. That's why I was not trying to talk about Kansas City and Patrick cool. Mahomes and all that. That's, this is that get-right game for them. This defense ain't shit to get fucking right on this defense. Spags is don't know what the hell he's doing half the goddamn time this year, so there ain't shit to get right on defense. The defense is going to give up 30 <laughs> points again. They are hoping Patrick Mahomes scores 31. That is the Andy oh, philosophy. And that's we'll all it tell is. you what, Nacho. All hell the tight end screen, bro. All hell <laughs> the tight end screen. Oh, no, 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 LLP. I'm, I'm going to help you out. We together on this. Throw the alley-oop. All hell on the bubble screens to Evan Ingram in back of the line of scrimmage on the right and left side after a good play. Right? After a good play. And this defense is going to give up 9 to 15 yards on those bubble screens because that's how bad this defense is. So enjoy that because this is going to make your offense look extremely good. This is going to make your offense look like it knows what it's doing. And this is going to be a detriment to your clapper disability that you've got going on because it's going to make you guys look better than you are because that's how bad this defense absolutely is. And I can't I'm, stress I'm, that I'm, enough. How does that make me feel good? It's not supposed to make you feel good. I'm just yeah, telling you. Really that, really I, really I, and I, if I was here, to, I, you don't pay me to make you feel good. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't pay me. I'm just saying. This is what we got to do, brother. You got to understand this defense that you're facing is going to make your offensive coordinator look like he knows what he's doing. That's how bad this defense is. And uh, I agree to that. Just, I agree to that. Bad. It's just really bad. I man. agree to it. So, All the way. So, uh, they are so we, got, we We are into the extra time. We got about 45 minutes. So I want to wrap this up a little soon. Your boy's getting a little hungry. Uh, but I do have uh, some closing thoughts we can get into. Um UFC back-to-back weekends. They have a a fight in Abu Dhabi, or is it Abu Dhabi? The Yas Island uh, this weekend. Um, pretty big fight to share. Getting his shot now, uh, and then of course Kamara Usman and Covington too. I think is in New York, maybe in New Jersey. The following yeah, back-to-back I think it's in, weekends. I, I, yeah, I think it's in Barclays. I think that's in. Barclays. It is. Bar- Yep, the Barclays Center. So that's going to be a good one. The Covington, for for all of you who don't know, he loves WWE, I think, because he's an excellent heel. He loves to dress up and, and, and Trump stuff, and, and that is the guy who will be facing Kamaru Usman in their second bout. That'll be a fun fight uh, going on. Canelo has a boxing match going up as well coming up. Uh, I did want to get into some contenders and pretenders. I guess we will get that started later on in the season. I think that is a little too early to get started. Um, as it pertains to the playoff, the 14 playoff participants now uh, with seven on each AFC and NFC conference. Um, uh, the the NBA coming to a big, um, you know, a season now with all their fans. I think we are seeing uh, how amazing it is to have fans back in some of these teams, how much of stress it is to play in front of fans and full stadiums because some of these teams – Starting out a little shaky, uh, you know, as we look at this. So NBA getting rolling week two, week three. We'll get into some more overreactions next week, I'm sure, with, uh, you know, six, seven, ten games for some teams uh, going into next Tuesday. And then 
Mm-hmm. COVID's a real thing, brothers. COVID's real, and it's here to stay, apparently, for some time. And I thought we beat it. I thought it was dead. I thought it was gone. Uh, but Devontae Adams, uh, Alan Lazard, COVID listed, will not play Thursday night. Um, Joe Barry, defensive coordinator, Green Bay Packers, COVID listed, not playing or coaching Thursday night. Uh, so we will see a, a already, you know, hurt and downtrodden, uh, injury trotting team in the Green Bay Packers with more uh, going up against the undefeated team in the Cardinals. So we will see. We'll talk about that. I'm sure some more uh, and debate Wednesday with Black Friday. And then, of course, uh, all the good things going on the rest of the week with Fantasy Thursday. And then, of course, East Off Fridays talking about anything and everything hip hop and some anime and good shit uh, that we all like to discuss. Um, to me, as we uh, progress in this NFL season, I think. Um, Teams are becoming who we thought they were. Um, fan bases are discovering uh, what is going to happen in the future and what they got to look forward to. Uh, some people may be eating some crow, like myself and the Cincinnati Bengals and that offensive line, number one seed in the AFC right now, 200 receiving yards from Jamar Chase. They are just that thing. Got to eat my crow and got to continue to move forward. So the 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 – NFL season is so finicky and beautiful that it cannot be recreated or, or anything, you know, like they say, can't be recreated or restructured. Anyway, anyways, it's just the best, man. Like, I just tried to have an overreaction on the NBA's week one. We are one or a few days away from the World Series kicking off. We spent over almost two hours talking about the NFL. That's how amazing the NFL is. So, Again, we all love all sports. We love basketball. We love football. And, of course, you know, some of us love baseball, not as much. But it is the greatest thing all, and and we're watching teams win, lose. It's going to be amazing to see now that we're getting into this part of the season with the quote-unquote, if the playoffs started now picture, it is just so awesome. Falls changing, leaves, colors, it's football starting. Here we go, boys. It's going to be fun. We got some great games going forward. 17 weeks, not 16 like before. Man, it's it's just you could just you could just feel the 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 energy of all these teams and and I can't wait to continue to talk with the rest of this year. But there is one thing to be certain that is not an overreaction. And I don't think anyone can ever argue this. The NFC is just the better cards. Top to bottom, top five, top six. We got it all over here. The better defenses, the better offenses, the better quarterbacks, the better quarterback play. It's the NFC. The AFC tried. They've been doing it. the AFC tried. They've been doing their thing. They you know, they, they tried with the you know, they, they thought they had the anointed one. He can't, you know, stop throwing it to the other team. You know, maybe Carr can be that guy, you know, maybe, maybe something. But it's just there's nobody in the AFC right now that I go, man, that team scares me, one, or two, I don't want to see that quarterback in the two-minute drill. Not a one. Sorry, Buffalo. NFC, it's your Super Bowl to lose right now. I'll take anybody in the NFC any Sunday against anyone in the AFC in this playoff picture as we look at it right now. Moving forward, um, Mr. Black Friday, my friend, one of, one of my good friends, man. 
I really love you guys, but you, you're my favorite. I don't care what anybody says or anybody thinks about it. Um, Give us your thoughts and opinions, anything you want to say before we get on up out of here um, and, and, and get up uh, get up on your Wednesday, debate Wednesday tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Great show, man. Not your average Tuesdays, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. Um, Giants got an opportunity, man, to come out here and get a, any given Sunday type of situation where really on Monday. Um, the lights are on, Dane Jones. He's the quarterback. Hopefully we see it, you know, some more of our players come back. My son is out there looking funny in the light. Probably got, you know, headaches right now. Uh, shout out to my son, but you're going down, boy. We got to take you off of here. Um, the defense, you know, the defense does think. Uh, I must say, you know, you're, you're going in and handling your best. Magnolia, I don't know how you're doing over there, boy, but keep doing it. Um, but what I want to say is they start slow traditionally, and so does the Giants. They start slow. You know, it's going to be a trash happening here, not let something break loose. You know what I'm saying? So I got us winning this game, not convincingly, but we're going to win, man. I think we're going to win. You know what I'm saying? Because I think my time is somebody going to wake up. Because I think Chad Henney played pretty good with the Buffalo, too. I don't know. So. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to the crew. We out of here, man. Enjoy your night. We'll be back tomorrow. Debate Wednesday. Thank you. Debate Wednesdays. Thank you. Uh, J-Rock, my friend. Kind sir. Oh, real quick. Real quick. Oh, I just want to ask Black. Yo, Black, do you got the, do you got the stream for the Philly and Nick game? Yeah, I just told my son, break homeboy angles and shoot a three. Yeah, so um, it's on TNT. Just in case if anybody want to watch it, yeah, but um, I'm watching right now. yeah, I got the stream. If y'all need it, I got I got the keys. So I'll let your boy. J okay. <laughs> Rock, my friend, greatest commission I've ever had, and I've been in at least a hundred leagues since the age of twenty. J Rock, closing statements. <laughs> appreciate that. But uh good show, man. Uh appreciate everybody for coming out. Spending this hour, two hours with us. Bonus hour. Download it. Listen to it. Come back tomorrow. Tomorrow, man, that's all you That's all you gotta do. You just gotta listen to the bonus hour and you'll be alright, you know. Um LRP the coolest thing since the other side of the pillow, as my R.I.P. Stuart Scott would say. Close statement, my fine friend. Um, well, y'all brothers, peace to the, the crew, fans, the listeners. Appreciate y'all supporting us. And um, definitely tune in for the rest of the week. But uh, look, I'm super excited to be able to watch Thursday night. I get to watch my son. And that whole squad that I pretty much put together, you know what I mean? It is America. It is what it is. I pretty much put that whole thing <laughs> together. And I, I love what they're doing over there because I'm undefeated in that regard. Um, but shout out to all that whole crew. Like, that's going to be a great game, even with the absence of Devontae um, Adams, which sucks, by the way. I hope he gets healthy. Or I know he's uh, not really sick or anything, but I hope he 
makes it through. Because I would love to see that squad against that squad at full strength just to see what, you know, that would be a great Thursday night game just for football. You know what I mean? That's that's a A1 for football. But uh, as far as our game Monday night, I'm glad we finally got a prime time game. I hope they don't sit to bed. I ain't going front. I ain't going front. When we won on Sunday, brother kind of went to the room, staring in the full quarter room, staring at candles, you know what I'm saying? I let my mind play tricks on me for a little bit. And I was like, you know, if a fan got a hold of me a little bit, this is on my inside. This is how I feel on the inside, you understand? What I project may be something different. <laughs> However, I hope, I'm, nobody wants to see their team lose and fail, and I hate his guts. But it's just, if he's here, you better do a damn good job. And if you continue to do a damn good job, then I won't say nothing about you. You know who you are. You know who you are. I ain't going to hate you just to hate your guts, just to hate your guts. Hate your guts. Be doing dumb shit. You know what I mean? You stop doing dumb shit. I won't hate your guts. And it's that simple. So hopefully you take advantage of all the points that the brothers laid out this evening and uh, use your offense for good. Not for evil. Evil. Southside the Vampire in Brooklyn. Peace to the gods, man. Peace to the earth, man. Take care of each other. Make sure you vote. Early voting going on right now. If you got some shit going on in your town, your city, city council motherfuckers look a little shaky, alderman, you know what I'm saying? Folks, make decisions in your town. This affects you directly. Look at the propositions that's going on. Make sure they don't slide nothing under the table. Even if it ain't no big thing like a president or a congress or whatever. It's local, but make sure you vote. Um, That's it, man. Can I say one more thing real quick, Nacho? Yes, sir. Um, I know it sounds cliche, man, but don't drink and drive, man. I had a coworker over the weekend, got into a car, man. He was drunk, totaled his car. He's now in critical condition. He's on life support right now. So this is a dude I talk to all the time, every day. And this dude, we don't even know if he's going to make it. So, like I said, man, don't drink and drive, man. Especially when you got kids and you got responsibilities. Uber. Amen to that. And um, yes. he's in our prayers. And I express this for everybody on the show that that man is in our prayers, him and his family. You know, prayers up for that man, man, and uh, encouragement. We hate to hear those type of things, and it is what it is, and it's just honest. Please listen to what the man just said. Don't drink and drive. Some of us feel like we got it behind the wheel, but you never know who don't got it. Be responsible. Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, this is 2021, man. Uber, Lyft, at Nacho on the Box, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Hit me up, DM me. I'll buy you a goddamn Lyft. Um, so I will say, in the city, you got to be careful with the motherfucking scooters. Because they be leaving them shits around. And then when you need yeah. one, the shit ain't there. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sco- scooters, you know, again. I'm not going to say nothing. We're not going to say nothing because I know what he means. With discretion, please, no drinking and driving at any cost, any means necessary. Um, Uber, Lyft, again, and Notch on the Box, Twitter, and I'll give you the Facebook. You can message me. I will buy you one. I will save a life before. I let yeah, don't drink on a scooter either. Uh, yeah. Um, 
either chosen one. I just wanted to let you know, man. I love everything you do. Um, and there's a phrase that I think you say all the time when you let my main man LRP come on, and that is Houston has no problems. However, going into the bottom of the first, Atlanta oh, Braves are two zero on the Houston Astros. <laughs> I'm, watching it too. I'm literally watching it. I forgot to say something. About it. Atlanta Braves down up 2-0 on the Houston Astros going into the bottom of the first. Um, either chosen one, get your closest statement. We'll get back to LRP, and I know he wanted to say something about his Houston Astros. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. You know, especially being on the airwave with such royalty and you gentlemen. It's always a pleasure to be a part of big things. I'm going to say this first about the New York Knicks, and then I'm going to go into my closing statement. I mentioned this is where you see where you are in the season. And for the first time, if anybody's watching this game, the way the ball is being moved by the New York Knicks is a different level. There's no one-on-one. There's no, I'm just hoisting up shots to try to get a basket. There's no me, me, me attitude. And the first time it happened was Julius Randle when he did it. Tom Thibodeau walked over, these important nuggets, and screamed dead in his braids. He didn't even scream in his ear. He didn't scream in his face. He screamed in his braids. The most real sensitive part of his life that to get time taken to be done so he can look however he needs to look for a game, during a game. He screamed at his appearance, ladies and gentlemen, and the next possession, he went to the top of the key, handed the ball off smoothly, and got it to the open man for the open basket. See? Little things like that and win games. The Knicks are up 49-38 to in the second quarter, and they're playing terrifying defense on the perimeter. So, Now we move on to football and my closing. Gentlemen, it is a pleasure to do what we do. It is a blessing to be here with you all, and I am just totally, totally blessed, uh, grateful to have Nacho with us to do his thing, you know, and to bring us to another level. And um, I look at this game coming up against Kansas City as this. Jason Garrett. Don't get full of yourself. Take it to the next level. You want to win games in this league? You see what it takes to win. Get your quarterback in the right position so he can make the right plays to help out his teammates. That was the first game that our quarterback actually elevated the play of his teammates, something that he's been dragged through the mud for not being able to do or feeling like the whole world has to be right for him to win a game. Now we know that that's not true. I don't care about what the other team did. I care about what we did. He made a lot of great plays. He kept the ball from not being turned over. He made minimum mistakes. And when it looked abysmal, you went into that playbook and you turned it around. So I'm only letting it be known. You get kudos for that game. Time to step it up again. Hopefully we can make something happen against Kansas City. They're playing against a horrible defense. Generally, you're supposed to make it horrible looking privately and personally. Put my quarterback in the right position to win this game 
as you did last week, and make it happen. You're the chosen one from the Bronx. Y'all know what time it is. The New York Knicks is busting the Philadelphia 76ers ass right now. And I'm excited. Peace. Word. LRP, anything you want to say about that Braves-Houston series about kicking off, about to get into the bottom of the first? Yes. Absolutely. And what I want to say is they did it again. They made it to the show <laughs> again. Step the hell up, everybody. You know what I'm saying? They got a squad over there. The money ball worked to perfection for these cats. And it's, you, you're seeing that. Shouts out to Dusty Baker, man. I'm super happy for him mostly as well, you know what I mean, being in this position. And he did it with Washington. He's doing it again with a different squad. You know, relating, we don't really talk about baseball too much. I don't get too much involved in depth with it, but I know enough to be able to hold a solid conversation for hours. And shouts out to Dusty Baker. Altuve just struck out. He mad as hell. Don't get too mad, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they'll be screaming your name in that stadium that I've been in many a times. And it gets rowdy. Them dudes is crazy, especially when they're drinking them big-ass beers. So, shouts out to Houston. It's going to be a wild night for these guys. Hopefully, they can score some runs and get them excited. But it should be interesting. The series is on, baby. Houston in mm-hmm. six. Okay. Oh, man, it's a great series. I enjoyed watching the Braves play in the 90s like me. Um, I was watching baseball, you know, more often. It's just fun to watch, you know. Braves, they are the center of all the Braves. I mean, what they did to make it to the series, and then Houston proving that, you know what, we don't need anything. We didn't do shit. Fuck y'all. We back here again. Um, you know, that's what it is. We beat the guy who y'all said we cheated with in Korea and in Boston to get here. So, y'all, y'all, y'all piss off. Houston got a team. Do they want to do? That's pretty much all what Houston was saying by by shoving it to tail it and making it to the World Series again. Um, of course, our manager doesn't care because they're trying to win a piece of metal anyway. Apparently, yeah. But um, uh, as we get on out of here, man, I just I can't wait. It, it is the meat and potatoes, the steak and whatever. It is the greatest part of the NFL season. Teams are going to be rolling. Teams maybe start start hitting some roadblocks. Um, we are going to watch probably some of the best football over the next four to five weeks that I think we'll ever see before we get into those ugly, ugly winter games of pounding the rock and defense and, 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 and just <laughs> team victories that I think we see in this season. Um, again, week seven, spring week and all. The only thing really that stands out in football from week seven to a fan like me is that I don't know how you hold football that is the 600 touchdown pass and walk away with anything other than a half a million dollars. It is beyond me. I get a thousand dollars every pass Tom Brady has ever thrown. I need six hundred thousand dollars for football, or I'll just sit in my closet in my room until somebody come and get it from me. Uh, a thousand dollars in a coin, and you know, take for a couple of years is not worth it. But you got hosed, 
should have kept that 600. That's on me, the greedy man that I am. Uh, but hey, you got the money, you got the pool, make it happen. Uh, at the end of the day, I probably would have just said, let me own the pirate ship. <laughs> I sit on the pirate ship every day, every game. It's mine. Um, this was a great show. E, Shakes, Black, Rock, LRP, Lou from New Jersey, C from the West Coast. Everybody, thank you for calling in, man. I can't wait to get back here next week to talk some more football. Hopefully, I'm not talking about a Packers loss, which it looks like it might be. We're running up against the bus all. I mean, goodness gracious. If there was ever a more complete team that was more healthy at a time in the NFL, it is these goddamn Arizona Cardinals. They get back Chandler Jones. They get back another player on offense. They're complete, man. They can run the ball. Quarterback can toss it. They got guys that can catch it. Defense can get to the quarterback and make an interception. Oh, yeah. They can also run golfs back, and they can kick long field goals. So, uh, yeah. Nacho, just real good. quick before you before you leave us, do you have access to? Of course, you have TNT. So can you just do me a favor and take ten minutes out your time after halftime and watch this next game? Because I, I, you asked the question of over over. I forgot what you what word you actually used. Overreacting. You know, overreact. Right. Okay. So I want to show you what I mean about these two type of teams, one being on the rise, the other established, and how it goes when the one on the rise is brutally whooping on the team that's rising, that's already been there. So just 10 minutes after halftime, I'm going to text you. You know I am. And just tell me your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Got TNT. Got it going. Uh, 34-29. Thunder uh, over the Warriors in the first ha- first quarter. 242 Knicks over the Sixers going in halftime. I'll definitely check that game out. Uh, th- there's no part of me that could ever, ever lie when it comes to if I didn't associate the NBA basketball with Madison Square Garden and the New York Knicks. There's nothing in my life that could ever tell me that I didn't. That's what I associated that with for a good portion of my life. Before I knew what things were, before I knew who was who, the New York Knicks were NBA basketball, and that's all I knew. And and to see that this team take a rise back up and become, you know, one of the forefronts of basketball again, and I think they're going to be in the heat of the mix in the Eastern Conference. So I can't wait. So I will definitely take a walk, take a watch of that. And you know, for all intents and purposes, I you know Kemba Walker knocking my team out of the Final Four, and you know, you know, decades ago, I'm happy for him. I'm happy he's found an actual team that enjoys him, and I'm happy for everyone else on that Knicks team. So get a good chance to watch that. Nacho Average Tuesday, about to go get me some tacos, uh, maybe some nachos. Nah, maybe not. Um, y'all have a great day. I love you. I love each and every one of y'all. Uh, it's been it's been it's been a pleasure. Some of them nachos, huh? <laughs> and uh man, bless up and have a great day and again, please do not drink and drive. If you feel like you've had too much, buzz driving is drunk driving, call the Uber, call the Lyft, tell the bar something, get a free ride from the bar for a taxi. I don't care. Do not drive home intoxicated. 
I will see and hear each and every one of y'all tomorrow, including Shakes, uh, I'm sure, and Dan C. tomorrow. Debate Wednesdays, we will get into it. I can't wait because uh, it looks like there's a few of us that think this team might be able to win and a few of us that think yeah, that right. the Kansas City bad, Chiefs real. are going to be back. What did you say? My bad. I just want to say, J-Rock, tell your friend and their family, man, if they need a smile during this time, they can have mine, bro. Resilience is in their body. And um, give them my energy, bro. It's terrible. And I hope you, I hope it works out. J-Rock's co-worker and everything. Um, we'll end it on that note. You know, there's a saying with strive for five and coming back and you know what? We'll just leave it at this. Don't drink and drive. And I will see each and every one of y'all tomorrow. Peace.